This week on the Bearcast, it's right hand red, left hand green, it's Christmas Twister. One star, here it. All right, welcome to the Bearcast. Hey! hey. Bearcast! Yeah! Episode 405. Woo! Happy holidays, everyone! Happy yeah! Holidays. Happy Honda days. Merry Toyotathon to you. Yes. <laughs> December to remember. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here Bamcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half and then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. Robot, robot jocks. jocks. Yay, robots. However, and jocks. there are also bad bad movies. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags. As in the giant bags of trash in which they belong. Garbage! Get thee to the bin, you sons of bitches. Yeah. yeah. Like he said. So, uh, you know, to celebrate this year holiday season. <clears throat> December to remember. Uh, we decided to uh, <laughs> do it our, only the way we can with a terrible Christmas movie. <laughs> we picked 2012's yep. Christmas Twister. <laughs> Christmas Twister. We also, did. Also sometimes known erroneously as F6 Twister. Bad. But bad that is a bad title? No, Christmas bad title as in Christmas Stay Twister. Yeah, Christmas Twister. Christmas Twister. I want to note that the director of this movie... Yeah? This is uh, one of 11 movies he's made with Christmas in the title. Whoa. Wow. Excellent. Busy. So so it's along yes. the lines of how many things Casper Van Dien has been in that are also Twister with related. Twisters. <laughs> yeah. He's been in a lot of Twister movies, and yeah. he's in this one. He is. Yep. Um, so he decorated Bamcast alone. Uh-huh. Yeah, Dracula 3000. Oh, yeah. One of the best movies we've ever watched. It's pretty good. <laughs> Python. Python. Uh-huh. Python. And uh, some other things. Yeah. Cutaway. Cutaway. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep. And uh, uh, soon to be Fire Twister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Soon to be Fire Also, Twister. maybe 500 Fwi- miles per Twister. hour storm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, let's get a plot summary for this here movie, and then we'll talk sort of more about it <laughs> on christmas day the texas area to the southwest of fort worth is struck by a massive tor- storm system spouting several severe tornadoes <laughs> chuck is dying and i'm i'm joining along <laughs> what's wrong with you it's two? very specific <laughs> on where it happens between the 407 and 12 miles <laughs> south southwest fort worth you got your twister corridor. <laughs> you the torridor. The storms are focused around here, but see, there's a crosshook pattern over here, which means <laughs> doodads and the global warming. Are, doodads and fucked. the global warming yeah. this fall on Fox. <laughs> What's a doodad? I don't know, son. <laughs> I don't know. I've been unplo- unemployed for three years. That's what a dad do. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. if, if you haven't figured out, we're going to dance around this movie a lot because uh, this movie is uh, hot it, bullshit. It, it's, it's, a, it's a TV movie. Look, from 2012. Yeah, this movie has some things going on. It, none of the none of which are <laughs> quote unquote good. <laughs> However, yeah, it can be a whole lot of fun because it's not boring. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on record and say this is the hardest we've laughed in the in the in the Bamcast theater that that. We've laughed in a long time while watching a movie. This is a good joke movie. Yeah. We, we, we <laughs> if we're super jokey now, it's because we're tired. We've been doing it for an hour and yeah. hour many minutes. So. Yeah. Bring your own jokes. 
Um, Gather all your friends. But, okay, so what happens? It First, starts at a gas station. It starts at a gas station. The family is driving overnight to try to get to Tulsa, I think it was. Sure. Doesn't matter. They're in Texas. Yeah. This, this movie is super in Texas, and mm-hmm. it wants you to know that at every point of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're driving all, all night. Uh, Dad gets out to pump gas. 30-year-old daughter in the backseat is like, I'm hungry. Holding and a I, pinwheel. And I have a pinwheel for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> it's to demonstrate wind. And uh, so, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mom and daughter or sisters go into this diner. They do. And uh, to get pie while the dad's pumping gas. Correct. And, you know, the emergency broadcast system comes on the radio and says, Hey, Christmas tor- twister. Tornadoes are, are <laughs> I'm sorry, tornadoes are coming this mm. way. Yep. Please watch out in the southwest area <laughs> of Fort Worth. Yeah. Yep. So. And uh, dad finishes pumping the gas and looks straight ahead and yep. there's a... People are one of the worst CG tornadoes you've ever seen. <laughs> People get stuck Ooh, up on by the know. twister a lot in this movie. Like they'll just be standing there, like, "Oh, twister!" Like yeah. they don't. Where did that just, come from? They don't sneak. No, they're not stealthy. <laughs> yeah. You hear them coming. So. But this one, man, the effects are special. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, so you know what happens when you have like too much JPEG in a in a picture? Uh huh. Whatever that effect Compre- is. Impression. Yeah. Yes. Compression artifacts. Yeah. Where it's like got almost rainbows of color. Uh, it's it's so bad. That's it's, what it is. Like It's bad. It's it, like if there was an animated JPEG, that's what this twister would be. Yeah. It is garbage. I, 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 oh, I was going like to go and an say... an animated GIF? Feg. No, it's a GIF. Oh. I, I was going to say that there, there, there is a lot in common with this movie with something like Birdemic. So oh, yeah. I, I would just say that like... It... it just going in knowing that, like, you can have a whole lot of fun with this movie. The movie's not going to do it for you. In the same true, way the Birdemic true. is, you know? Yes, like, the, the movie it, is not going to help. Yeah, it's it's a bring-your-own-fun unless you can just simply laugh at the ineptness. Yeah, but there are better there, shitty there, tornado there, movies. There's a couple funny things, like, legit funny things that happen in this movie, but we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... The, the waitress in the diner is just like, we got a store room. Let's go get in it. Yeah. So... And it's just... It's very much like actual Twister, where they all is. go hide in a... Like a it, they say it's a shed. It looks like it's just a cargo It's container. a shipping container. Yeah, it's yeah. A There shipping are two shipping containers outside of this place, and they go in one of them. And, and for some reason, the dad that was pumping gas has to, like, hold the door closed with a rope while, while everyone 20 else... other people just tuddle in the back. Oh, I hope he keeps that door shut. Well, like five. Still. One of them is a very large man, yeah. and he would be very useful. Yes, yeah, he would be, be a good, good anchor. Good anchor, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, I was assuming that they, if they were going to copy that from Twister, he was going to get sucked out, and mm-hmm. that was going to be some crux of the movie. But yeah. no, everyone's just that's 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 really this this scene sums up the entire movie because thing happens, everyone panics, everyone is fine, and then everyone comes out of the container, and it and it is as so, someone said, it's basically like D Day. It goes slow motion, like look at this horrificness and it's like yeah there's a couple things knocked over and somebody has a scraper on their arm big fucking whoop yeah something's on fire you but, might you have know. to sweep well i mean this thing so when it comes by the gas station it does set the pumps on fire it mm-hmm. sucks up all the tires it, does. it sucks tires. up two it cg be- cars tire, that weren't tire-nado. there before yeah, tire-nado <laughs> yep tire-nado for the rest of the movie uh so you know i mean it it does some damage but then when everyone comes out of the cargo container they just look around and it's like oh dear Things have toppled over. This is horrendous. And then we never see any of these people again. Nope. nope. No, they might show up in other, other background people. Maybe. And, because, I mean, this movie also does that a lot. That, that Like, 
I'm pretty sure every extra on this movie was someone that just worked on the movie because mm-hmm. there's a couple of people that are in multiple locations that get hit. Like, yeah. We're 99% sure. And it's weird, too, because they give the dad just enough dialogue to suggest that something has happened to this family before because he's very specific to the daughter. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to let anything happen to you this time. Right. And it's like, well, OK, these people are obviously coming back at some point. No, <laughs> never see him again. It just cuts to 245 in the morning. And Casper Van Dien's and his wife are sleeping and he gets a phone call and it's just like, what? Tornadoes. I'll be right there. Mm-hmm. And then they have some dumb fight about. Well, he hands her her the anniversary card, which is literally like printed God. out on a piece of standard, like <laughs> folded up piece of printer paper. Printer paper. Happy you know, anniversary. 20 years ago when you got your first like laser jet color, laser sure. jet printer. You were making your own. Shop. Yeah. You're yeah. making your own Christmas cards. That's what Casper Van Dien yeah, did. Yeah, except we also usually bought cardstock when we did yeah, that. This, this is literally like copy paper. Oh, oh, recycled gray Richie paper. Richie Rich over here buying cardstock. <laughs> well, okay. Thicker yeah. than standard copier paper paper. Yeah, this yeah. is a piece of copier paper. But yeah. they, I don't know. It's like they're maybe fighting, maybe not. Uh, oh, they are. They are. Oh, they are. They are. Uh, <laughs> they are. Because he's like, what about Logan? And she's like, I don't want to talk about Logan. And he's like, well, what about Logan? Yeah. I don't want to talk about Logan. Okay, we'll talk about Logan later. And then her Bye. phone rings and he's it's like, Logan. it's Logan. <laughs> <laughs> well, her phone rings. He's just like, you should answer that. Yeah, walks out it's of there. Probably room. Logan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then he like goes and stalks his children. Like he goes and yeah. you know he poltergeists through the house. He and just, just looks, looks in. Well, on his, his, children, his daughter again is like thirty. Well, yeah, a little older than <laughs> she's probably supposed to be. Is asleep with like her phone in one hand. Yeah. So he like takes her phone out. She doesn't wake up, but then goes to see his son, right? Who's like twelve, thirteen, but acts like he's seven, yeah. mm-hmm. and. He's like the dogs. Like they have a little dog, like a little poodle-ish dog. Allison and um, Ashley. Ashley. Yeah. He like looks at the dog. He's like, "Go back to sleep." And then the son wakes up and is like, "Oh, hey, Dad. You you like my thing?" And he's like, "I built it." And he's like, "Yeah, but you shouldn't have done that. You took my tools. You and touched my tools. And you're, so you remember you're grounded. You're so grounded. And we, yeah, you know, we have this thing where he's just like, "Oh, but Dad." He's like, "You're still grounded. Yeah, it's good, but you, your mom said no, so yeah. you're grounded. You're yeah. real great rules. and talented and creative, but you are never yeah. leaving the yeah. house again. But don't touch my tools. Yeah. But then, <laughs> as he's leaving, we get to see what it is that he made, and it's." <laughs> it's like this. It's a nativity scene. It is, but it's like this it's not cardboard, very good. cardboard cutout thing. It's like thing. pop out plywood, just yeah. paint by numbers. It's fucking garbage, is what it is. <laughs> I also love yeah. that it's I mean, step up your game, 12 year old with a jigsaw. This <laughs> is not worth getting grounded for. I love that yeah. the menagerie is one sheep. Yes. Like, like that is the- Are you sure it was a sheep? Are you sure it wasn't supposed to be Ashley? Was it, was, it? It was a sheep. I think it was supposed to be Ashley. No. Well, it's okay. hard to tell because also, as you pointed out, Jesus was an egg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's yeah. literally a nest in the middle with the Jesus egg. Yeah. Away in a manger, no crib for his egg. As Jesus hatched it on was, Christmas yeah, Day. Yeah, it was raptor Jesus. <laughs> Come on, people. Yeah. Jesus wasn't riding the raptor. He was the raptor. Christ finds a way. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not actually waiting for the rapture. We're waiting for the raptor. Oh, it's, oh that's know, a mystery. This is what happens when you know, too many people. Now. It's like a game of telephone with Fuck the Bible. Yeah. King James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> raptor is the Fucking reason hell, for the LeBron. season. I mean, Jesus. Come on. Get it right. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> but yeah, but anyway. so this kid used up all the plywood that they could have boarded up their house with yeah. to make. They fucking pay for that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make a shitty nativity in the front yard. Shitty nativity. <laughs> yeah. 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 So uh, he goes to work. He works in an abandoned college facility where mm-hmm. only two other people work. 
Well, no, the, everyone's gone because it's Christmas break. Mm-hmm. Okay. Except for these two losers. Except for these two hardcore One tornadoists. Which, who apparently doesn't know anything about tornadoes because they may as well have named her Cypher because whenever anything comes up, she's like, what's that? Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, this is the categories of twisters. Yeah. And it's like, I totally want to be a, a weather scientist. What's weather? <laughs> she, she's the sister of that, that girl that was on Saturday Night Live, Jenny. Yes. She, she's blank. Yes. <laughs> Sister yes, Twister, now your time has come. I mean, she's like the girl that's just sitting there. Siri, is that rain? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the dumb girl who knows Jack all about anything, and then just guy who's just like mm-hmm. there to tell Casper Van Dien things. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lot of, well, you know, we got twisters and Yeah, there was a twister last night, registered 130 miles an hour. And they've got like do you have a scale for that? Yeah, There's like a 1996 gateway computer in there. And yeah, it's probably in a machine. 2012 movie. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, but they're. It's so old, it's a gateway 2000. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably has Windows ME on it. Mm. Oh. <laughs> it's running Microsoft Bob. Yeah, I was going to say, it has Microsoft Bob on yeah. it. The, the best thing ever. Mm. But. He's just like, yeah, boy, this is bad. Look at this ring of fire well, or I'm whatever. Like, we yeah, fell into it. Yeah. It's a hook echo. A hook, a hook echo, echo, yeah. That's What's it. a hook echo? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's this well, thing. We don't hides fucking know the, either. It hides in the precipitation. Well, and I love that they explain all this stuff to her, and then they're like, well, this was a category. This was, was an F5. Yeah. And she's like, well, is there an F6? And they're just like, <laughs> they're like you dumb bitch. You stupid girl. Do you even weather? <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> Winds would have to be like, 900 miles an hour. That's stupid. No, I believe he says 316 miles an hour. Yeah. And they would both look at each other and they're like, <laughs> you dumb broad. Yeah. Nothing ever goes that fast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Meteor, actually. Um. <laughs> Weatherman explains. Speaking of, the wife has gone to work at the local television station mm-hmm. where we find out who Logan is. He's the. I, I'm Logan. I'm the local. <laughs> Dipshit weatherman. Dip weatherman. <laughs> like, I thought he was going to be a co-anchor, but yeah, no, yeah. he's a fucking weatherman. That's the thing. Yeah. Is like they set Fuck it up like guy. he is the co-anchor, and then he's standing in front of the green screen. I'm like, well, it's a small station. Maybe they, he just does both. Nope, mm-hmm. nope. He's the no, fucking he's, weatherman. And he's played he by Richard Berge, who you've seen him in everything. He's mm-hmm. wor- if you've seen a television show, he has guest starred <laughs> yeah, on you'll that be like, show. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and, so, and they have something where he's like, hey, we're going to New York, right? Mm-hmm. You and me. They want us. It's a package deal. And I'm like the fuck is this? Yeah. This doesn't We work great together. No. Working Bumblefuck Fort like, Worth that, area. That's, <laughs> the, that's the thing is like everything in the future and everything in the past is just sort of hinted at because yeah. there's also this like lingering thing about Chicago yes. where I, I, I'm guessing she Holly McLean out to Chicago for a little while mm-hmm. and that's what in like they had an affair or something maybe or Mm-mm. or maybe no, it, that, no, I think they lived in Chicago. Yeah, they lived in Chicago. They, they lived in Chicago and Casper Van Dien caused a panic yeah, by right. saying everyone need to evacuate because the weather model a small and, city. Right, but that's it, why he's stuck in bumfuck yeah, Fort yeah. Worth. Well, that's I'm saying the it, it, there's also like some there's implications that she and Logan had an affair. It's never something. said. It's he's super jealous of yeah. of Logan and Logan is super creepy with her. Mm-hmm. She just acts like she hates everybody in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, she's just she's just the lone anchor lady, and and he's on the the weather saying, "Yeah, we had a tornado, but it's fine. Everything's yeah, fine. we're all good now. Models say we're good." And Casper and Team is watching this on his tube TV, and calls up and is just like, "You got to tell him to stop saying that shit." Yeah, it's and, not and this fine. Is literally There's like, a tube or ring. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she's the single anchor of a TV sh- of a of a TV news uh-huh. report, local news. Yeah, local yeah. news. 
He is the weatherman literally giving his weather report. Yes. She answers the phone. Well, like any second now, they're going to cut back to her Mm -hmm. and has a full conversation slash argument with Casper Van Dien. Yeah. He's like, you got to update the latest models with all the climate change info. And she's like, again, with the climate change, Mm -hmm. you remember what happened in unnamed city. And he's like, yeah, but it's not going to happen again. She's like, ugh, bleh. and suddenly uh, the 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 news director, Stephen Williams, <laughs> yeah. is just like. Bam Castellum, Stephen Williams. Is like, is she on the phone? Get her off the phone. And then like the crew is just waving at her. Stop talking. Mm-hmm. She's like, OK, I have to get off the phone now. I'm apparently live on the air. Yeah. <laughs> Got to go. I'm going to wrap this up now. And she just keeps fucking talking. Mm-hmm. And it's like wrap it up yeah eventually she just hangs up on him yeah because he's like oh she, she hung up she on me up on me yeah and, and, and of course the weatherman throws it back to her she's like yeah i'm yeah, sure I, people be happy about the thing yeah it's gonna be keep up the work logan warm outside yeah <laughs> yeah and and weather dude is like at various points they're trying to explain to him about climate change he's just like no it's cyclical it just this is what happens mm-hmm. the hottest days yeah. ever were at the beginning Actually, of the 20th century yeah beginning yeah. of the 20th century yeah, yeah. he's just like this is it just happens because there are hot days and cold days because casper van Dien's like oh he's just a he's just a personal trainer with a map yeah it's <laughs> a good line <laughs> yes yeah. all right yeah so um then there's and, and there's also deb their producer oh okay who is yeah. who not from texas y'all ever been to texas however she wants you to think she's from However, Texas. However, Deb is going to tell you about Texas <laughs> in a Texas accent. She's fucking Christian Chenoweth, but like super Texified. And uh, it's, I mean. She's like Christian Chesterwith. Uh, yes. I don't know how she doesn't topple over yeah. in this film. It's it's unbelievable. Anyway, she has a very like weird, uh, not to digress too much into the shape of a woman versus her worth. Um, Go Because it has nothing to do with her worth. Uh, but she has that weird like... 50s housewife pinup yeah sort of shape yeah. like there was one impossible geometry there was one on scene there. where i was like she's acting with her breasts like she is yeah. just in the background just pointing those things at people just like their hidden microphones but her, her texas accent occasionally dips into full-on like gone with the wind style too yeah. it's just like it it's does bad. yeah her, it's Georgia, it, it, it just it just drifts all over the south yep yeah as you it's, do it's <laughs> yes. it's all the worst versions of every southern accent like yeah. she's probably up, british and has a terrible grew up in coat. long island new york uh, yeah. yeah i was actually i joked about you were that close. i was yeah, like yeah. she i was like she's jersey she's somewhere from around there yeah, yeah. but anyway yes she is like People from Texas were probably watching it going, Ugh. oh, that fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to fire her. Hi, we coach. don't talk like that. Hey, we don't talk like that. Uh, anyway, so a guy's driving down some isolated highway in a van and the van decides to stop being a van. Oh, this was the truck. <laughs> this was a truck. Okay. Yeah. It was a truck. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah but so the truck just kind of dies and he gets out and pokes at it and then just turns around and oh, my God christmas twister is there <laughs> snuck up on him <laughs> but at first like the scene is like one of the worst ones in the whole movie because uh-huh. he was amazed by something out he was like taking pictures oh yeah he, he busted out his uh burner phone, phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was going to take pictures of the christmas twister before it was there yeah he was like like whatever they call that when it's like starting to like yeah. the funneling is starting mm-hmm. to happen oh so okay so he was taking pictures of the, the cloud formations because yeah. yeah. whatever so they keep showing us this sort of vague shot of clouds mm-hmm. and you know apparently the sky like gets green before tornadoes and mm-hmm. that's supposed to be like oh the weather is terrible terrible but it's only vaguely green ish maybe not even 
but they yeah. always show the same sort of like there's a weird little twist to the mm-hmm. clouds yeah. and they always show that and I guess that's what the guy was going to take a picture of then know. Christmas Twister well, no, came for but, him well, the but, thing is all of the weather here is sunny mm-hmm. until yeah. the Twister hits yeah but not only yeah. that there, there's, a, there's a point where he actually like turns around and goes like oh my god and then like we see a <laughs> shot of nothing and, and then that's, that's the and club. Then, and, yeah, then all of sudden, what... and then all of a sudden, he kind of like stands there for a minute, and then like I, he turns around for some reason, and then turns around and goes again, and suddenly Twister. Mm-hmm. Like there is this weird disconnect from what is whatever yeah. is supposed to be happening behind him to what he's acting out. It's the climate change. Yeah. Yeah. It it's interesting now that now that we say that there's not a drop of rain in this entire movie. Like no person gets a drop of per- nope. precipitation on them at all. But anyway, so yeah. he jumps back in the truck, forgot that it stopped working. Yeah. And guess what? It stopped working. So he gets out of it and just starts running. And the Christmas tornado eats the truck mm-hmm. and then it eats him. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just sucks him right up. And then you see a very bad CG human spinning around inside mm-hmm. the Christmas tornado. Uh, yeah. Yep. So we've had some kind of consequence. Uh, meanwhile, the daughter has uh, had an argument with the seven-year-old, twelve-year-old yeah. son, and he's like, "Mom, Dad are getting divorced." And she's right? Like, shut up! She's no, like, they're not. Shut up, you chode. Yeah, I'm going to the mall. Let's go I'm to taking school. you to school, but you're you're such yeah. a spad. Yeah. yeah, you're going to school. But he I'm is, going to the mall. He's he's doing Dumb the whole. Out. She's like, "I'll be here to pick you up." She's like, "He's like, you don't have your bag. You're not yeah. going to school, are you?" And she's like, like "Shut up, nerd." Yeah. <laughs> If you tell on me, nerd, I will give you a wedgie. I'm too cool for school and yeah. also too old. I graduated eight yes. years ago. I have my doctor. Yeah. Graduated in 96. In <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she's just, she's, she's off to So go to she mall. goes to the mall and meets up with her friend. Right. And her friend shop. is 100 feet tall. Yep. She's a tall woman. <laughs> yep. And they're going around the mall and Brian is going to come meet with them because Brian's in love with her. And yeah. She's in love with Brian. We care so much about all of this. But she then, wants a date with Brian. Yes. And they decide that they're going to torture a Santa <laughs> and they're going to go sit I on his lap. I think that was so bad for Santa. <laughs> Santa well, came out yeah, all right. Yeah, Santa did all right. Yeah. But they just Santa they, has done gone through sexual harassment training. He knows. This is a Santa, test for Santa. Santa is uncomfortable. Santa yeah, knows Santa that this is, like, is probably this is, a test. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz he is like, "Oh, young ladies, what would you like for Christmas?" And they're like, "She wants a date with Brian." <laughs> yeah. And Santa's but, like, "Uh, I uh, oh. I'm going to do hover hands." Ho 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 ho. Yes. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I, I'm not slut shaming you. That's just my phrase. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's just my thing. But the best part of the scene is they're doing that and giggling and the guy who has to take the pictures, mm-hmm. the elf, is just like, man, fuck these two bitches. <laughs> because he rolls his eyes. Like, he's, like a fucking slot machine. Like he, sprained, <laughs> he sprained his forehead rolling yeah. his eyes. He, he rolled yeah. them yeah. so hard. I, it I, was, I need a gift of this. I wanted to give that guy a round of applause yeah. for that take because he's just like, oh, my God. God, he yep. was supremely <laughs> it is, pissed off that he was it, having. It to is do a, this. an epic eye roll. Yeah, and should be among uh, the eye roll. And gifts. then when he escorts them away, he's just like, "Get the fuck out, go <laughs> away." Oh, I, I, one last thing before we stop talking. Well, we're going to talk about the mall a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But like, this is a very large and very nice mall for what has just previously been established <laughs> as a town of, of a population of nine thousand. Now, I understand there's lots of little micro towns around the bigger towns. Yeah, this yeah. is the However, Tri-Cities Mall. It's just like they just showed this like little I mean, classic like podunk little main street with like, yeah. you know, mom and pop stores, and then there's this 
nice ass mall. We learn later that they are fairly close to Fort Worth, yeah. sure. so I guess that explains it. It's an outlier of yeah. yeah Fort Worth, but, but that's the other thing is like they, whenever they're in the car, they they talk about re- being ridiculous distances away from each other, and it's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, they all Why? are pretty far away. Well, they're like, she's at work, and then she's like, well, it'll take me 40 minutes to get to the mall. And he's like, well, I'm 20 minutes away from the school. And it's like, where the yeah. hell do you live in relationship to all this? Like, this is weird. Like, why do you live this far away from everything? Yeah, but like, so back at the college, a uh, tornado alarm mm-hmm. has gone off, which is just a fucking drudge report siren in the, in the the on the desk. And they're just like, oh, another twister. And Casper Van Diem's like, yeah, well... There's probably going to be a lot of these because of the discus ring or whatever the fuck the thing is. <laughs> because and, of climate change. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I, I'm going to go pull my kids out of school. That I guess that's the safe thing to do. <laughs> fuck mm. you guys working for me. You stay here. <laughs> I'll see you all later. And for the rest of this movie, he's driving around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. he He's never back doing any science whatsoever. No. He's just got a, a laptop he like he's a fucking things. deputy. Yeah. And <laughs> he's just driving around, typing on his laptop getting messages from the weather service yeah so doesn't he he just goes and picks up his kid with basically no issue right yeah he goes in the school he he goes right away and picks up the kid and the kid rightfully is like what about all the other kids dad (laughs) and guess fred deed's basically like "Eh, don't worry about that well no he said i told the principal i warned the principal because as they're leaving yes yeah we're doing tornado drills repeat (laughs) we're doing tornado drills yes because meanwhile he has called his wife at the station who's Mm -hmm. now off the air you know they're they're doing their daily whatever they do yeah you know, showing sit, montel sitting on, and all sitting that. on facebook yeah all day mm-hmm. you know and trying to improve and, their and, and he's like you need to break in and you need to tell people you warn the people and she's like she's like, i Ugh. can are you like are we doing this again this and like he's Chicago. like he's like no I'm, it, it's for real this time mm-hmm. honest like i people are gonna get hurt if you don't go on the air and talk about this and she's like I'll go talk to Logan. And he's Fine. like, he's like, no, you don't have to talk to Logan. This is for real. Logan yeah. doesn't know shit. And she's like, yeah, but he's still the guy in charge of weather. Chief They're just going to go talk to him anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'm just the lady who reads the teleprompter. Don't you know this? Yeah. This is how this works. Didn't you watch Anchorman? <laughs> but she just goes and talks to Boobs McGee. Mm-hmm. And she is just like. You think we're breaking in on our number yeah. one rated show? <laughs> nah, you're crazy. Yeah. Get out of here with that. Yeah, she's like, the National Weather Service has not <laughs> issued a damn thing about this. There is no warning. There's no watch. We are not breaking into Montel. <laughs> Chico calls a panic. Yeah. <laughs> so, she gave her a crawl. She's like, "I'll give you a crawl." <laughs> yeah. Yes, a watermelon. Yeah. And, crawl. and meanwhile, Logan's just like, "Are you back on this bullshit again?" Yeah. Really? Is is Ethan calling? Is Ethan still doing that? Yeah. So you should really leave your husband. He's <laughs> yeah, an idiot. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> hey, how about that big city job? Yeah. Huh? They want both of us. Yeah. Huh? He's like, "Are you coming with me Are or not?" You in? <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like. In any real world scenario, they like they'd just be like like he wouldn't even have told anyone because as soon as he brought that up, they would have fired him. Yeah, they would have been like, "Oh, you're going yeah. there? Yeah, get the fuck out." I mean, oh, seriously, here's what? a box. What? You got 45 <laughs> seconds to clean out your office. <laughs> but what New York affiliate is looking at dipshit weatherman and single co-anchor at the desk and like we got to get these two up to New York? They're amazing. Yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert: It's Schenectady, Schenectady, New York. <laughs> oh, it's I not see. fucking New it's York. It's not fucking New York. <laughs> Okay, well, so at this point, there is a uh, 
a truck out in the field of I guess they're weather chasers. They just seem like dudes driving around. They don't. I mean, they just seem they're like storm they're dudes. chasers. Okay, are they, they? They seem like dudes just out they're filming ready. shit. Oh, well, maybe. Okay, if they were storm chasers, they would not be out in the non-season. I would think, right? That's true. This They'd is be not tornado off. season. I don't know, <laughs> but, I don't know, but there were, it was it was reported that there was one the night before. So yeah, but one dude was like, "We've been driving for three days." Yeah, you. I think they're showered in three days. Yeah, they do have a CB Texas. radio, and they ra- radio somebody when they spot a twister, which yeah. they do. Which they, um, yeah, they just they look over and they're like, "Oh, Christmas twister." Yeah. <laughs> Get that <laughs> shit on tape. Snuck up on another one, and they just it's following them, and then like, well, it, the, the guy's got a. Vi- I, I just want to point out the guy's got a video camera. He's like, "I'm capturing it in HD." HD and. Over in the side, it's like the resolution is twenty five sixty by ten eighty, and uh-huh. I'm like, the fuck, yeah. Like, I didn't notice that. Man, I, I just like weird, weird thing. I was like, what the fuck resolution is that? Yeah, dude? I mean, this is a JVC camcorder the guy is holding, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm getting it in HD. And then so like the Christmas twister is chasing them. And then the Christmas twister just decides to stop chasing them and goes off across a field. And well, it they sees actually, tastier prey. Yeah, but they actually go, aw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because at one point it's like, you know, it's almost doing the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. Like, <laughs> objects yeah, are closer yeah. it's, thing. It's, yeah, it's, it's right, right there. behind them. And then it's just, just like, nah. I love how this plays out because, like, it, they, they show their reactions. And the one guy's like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Oh man, it cut ahead of them and it's coming for them now. And they gotta, yeah, they gotta turn their, <laughs> right. their truck around, them on the yeah. right or something. And yeah. It's gonna yeah. hit them off at the pass. Yeah, right. I was like, oh, it cut them off. It knew yeah. where they were going. They just skip right over them. And no, it's no, it's heading for the train track. Yeah, it it just goes over and chills out on a train track <laughs> yeah. for a while. It does, stop. and just lets this giant train come to it. And this train just is like, all right, whatever. <laughs> goes full steam ahead into the Christmas twister, which causes a terrible CG train to just bounce uh, around. Yeah. The, all of the CG things getting bounced around. Like, like there's, there's one particular Honda Civic that they love chucking around. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a, it's a Celica. It's, it's a, a green, toy- yeah, it's a, a green distinctly ce- green Toyota Celica. It, it yeah. is like the guy was like, man, I made this really sweet Celica <laughs> in Gran Turismo one on my PS one. Yeah. And they're like, well, just rip let's, it out. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's use just, those just rip that model out. We're using that. Yeah. But yeah, like the CG train just bobbles around inside the Christmas twister. And like the guy who was filming it is just like in awe and forgot to film it. And luckily the other guy raises the camera up like idiot. Shoot this genuinely good moment in this mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then film. That, I, don't, I don't know where that Christmas twister goes, but it. Yeah. And those guys, it they're, they're the, going the yeah, they're fine. It rode the rails. It just became a hobo yeah, twister. It, 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 hobo, hobo twister. <laughs> <laughs> Which yep. twister train? Just going I, from I, town just, to town. Erase that from your memory because I'm writing that one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Are we writing the song or the movie or both? Everything. I'm yeah. a hobo yep. twister. But those two guys survive. Yep. Never now, see him again. Yep. Now we're back to the mall. Right. Because uh, Casper Randy, he's picked up the sun. The sun's like, uh, he's like. And, well, he's you know, trying to go, Dad, I need yeah. to tell you. And he's like, I don't. You shut a hell up, son. Busy. I'm yeah. talking to your here. mom. Yeah. Right. Your mother. Do you remember her? Have you seen her well, lately? He's, he started like literally the second he pulled him out of school. Like, dad, I need to tell you. Later. Yeah. You know, like finally he's talking yeah. to the mom and he's like, dad, I need to tell you. No, not right now. Mm-hmm. Dad, she's not at school. Yeah. And they're both like, what? <laughs> like, like simultaneously. He's talking to the mom on on the cell phone and they're both like. It's two days before Christmas. Where could she possibly be? And they both go the mall, and it's like, yeah, yeah all that's right. the worst place to be. And the son is kind of like, I could have just said that if you would listen to me. Mm-hmm. So all this investigating is pointless. Yeah. So he calls her, and the friend snatches the phone and is just like, friend's phone, you know, yeah, it's, is is that Brian? Yeah, and he's like, oh, it's your dad. Yeah, 
iPhone. Snatches her iPhone, which identifies the caller. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah. I'm getting a phone call. Yoink. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, am I in class? Yeah. Or he's, he's, he's like, where are you? It's like, I'm in class. I'm in school. And no, you're not. Your brother said you're at the mall. God, shut up, dad. <laughs> yeah. She's like, that little chode. Yeah. He told you. So I'll just spaz. And then Gag me with a spoon. Christmas Twister shows up. <laughs> yeah, she, she doesn't talk like this at all. No, <laughs> no, no, but she may as well. She talks but like a normal 30-year-old like lady. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Christmas Twister shows up and knocks the cell tower over. Yes. yes. <laughs> so in, somewhere Is it even Casper Christmas Bandine. Twister that knocks the... Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's somewhere it's near like, Casper I thought, Bandine, it was, I thought it might be just yeah. wind. No. It, it okay. cuts them off before yeah. you can tell her. You know, and she's like, Dad? Eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. And then, okay. So they have established that there are Christmas carolers outside the mall. Yeah, they established them like eight <laughs> yeah. times. And they are they're s- like they're Dickensian Christmas yes. carolers. And they're singing and they're singing at the cloud and then they're angry singing at the cloud and then they're worried singing at the cloud. And then they're just like, fuck it. Let's go in the mall as everyone just starts well, panicking. It, no, as, as, they, as I said, they go, oh, it's an Oliver <laughs> Twister. <laughs> Run. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everyone starts running for the entrance they of the ran mall. Like the Dickens. Because we've also seen, like, in random street scene mm-hmm. in this little shit burg. Yes. Um, that uh, the sirens went off and everybody, like, they know what to do, man. Yeah. They're all oh. bolting for their... their Yeah, but it just becomes, secure like... Secure shelters. It's just a game of musical chairs. It's just, like, whatever door you can find, get in it. Mm-hmm. And when you do get in it, lock it from the other side so the next person can't get in. Yeah. You, one em. door only for every person. Um, I believe also their uh, the the family house has been attacked because there's a scene where you just see the dog <laughs> the chilling dog. in its bed, and then the dog is like, and then runs over to the window, paws up, and looks at the t- Christmas twister. Looks at the twister, and, and then, then somehow runs opens a door. Yes, gets out of the house. It <laughs> just takes the fuck takes off. Takes off and is just like, I guess this is my life now. Yes, hobo dog. Yeah, he's got his little bindle on his side and everything. He's like hobo dog versus hobo twister. He's like this summer on Ion. He's hobo he's, word bound. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Yes, I'd ride the rails, but the train got wrecked. So right, no trains. That's actually in the song Hobo Twister. <laughs> because I'd ride the train. What this movie does after there is vague damage is that they put in stock footage of actual storm damage which you know is just cheerful as hell and then so they show a bunch of this and then they cut back to the neighborhood which they've just sprinkled debris over to make it look kind of bad and the dog is walking down the street just like well okay i guess i have no home now even though yeah. their home is still mostly <laughs> hey, intact. <what's> up, neighbor? <laughs> but this dog is just like well <laughs> yep. time to run away <laughs> yeah so anyway, so all this has happened. Yes. And this is when the twister hits the mall. <laughs> and everyone, you know, the carolers, oh, oh, my God, it's a twister and run inside. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they've also established that it's now an F6 twister. Like the, yeah. the one that's about to hit the mall and the town is like. Yeah, because nerd boy has been like, uh, boss, the winds are 900 miles an hour. <laughs> He's like, it's an F6. Because at one point they were talking about the perfect storm. And mm-hmm. it's this is like three cells that have joined up and become mega super Christmas twister. Yeah. So, well, it. They just say 320. Yeah. 320 miles an hour. 320 blaze it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's... That's cu- the it's, weed number for tornadoes. I, I just... I love that it's coming for the the front of the mall. Everyone's like, oh, my God, we got to get to the emergency shelter. But yeah. the two girls are like, oh, look, Brian is Brian. outside. Brian's been locked out. <laughs> because that's not what you do in the case of a twister is you run inside and you lock the door. Lock because the doors. Because if you can't run fast, fuck you. Yep. You're dead. 
And she just stands there and says, someone let Brian in. <laughs> She's standing right by the door. I, I got 30 you feet from the door. In. I want to point out, like, a, a thing, a force of nature that rips windows out. Uh-huh. The fuck is the point of locking doors? I don't know. It rips doors off. Yeah, it's rip like, right off. You know why? No because reason. fuck Brian. Yeah. Yeah. quicker, Brian. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, Should have gotten there on time, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Brian. Brian goes from standing at the door going, help, let me in, to the full-on, like, I'm being dragged away by the storm. Holding <laughs> onto the door, like, legs yeah. straight out the back. Yeah. Like, and we yeah. don't see it. Like, I'm, I'm saying, like, there was oh, a yeah. cut, and suddenly he is, you know, horizontal and being pulled towards yeah. the storm, yeah. and then, like, let's go, and, oh, no. The lesson yeah, is, go. don't be such a horny teenager, or you will get sucked into a fucking tornado yeah, it, it's, on it's, Christmas. It's the classic <laughs> horror movie <laughs> fable. If you yeah. skip school, right. Christmas twister. Christer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they see this happen, and they're like, oh, no, yeah. Brian. She she, eh. she halfway tries. She kind of tries to get the, oh, no, I loved him. Okay, now I'm I over think. it. Yep. And then it's just like, all right, get to the shelter. Everyone just get in there. And again, there's some lady like, where's my daughter? And they're like, nope, shutting the door. God, they just, two people run by and just each of them yoink her <laughs> out of there. They're just like, but wait, my, and then it's just, nope, gone. So, no, without my okay, fine. Yeah. So they all go into the basement and they stand there and stare at the ceiling because, of course, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, and then it gets deadly silent. And the twister all, hits. They're all well. Yes, the twister hits and all the CG bullshit happens again, mm-hmm. which is like minor shit, really, yeah. for what is supposed to be as what they previously described as a nuclear blast of a storm. Yes, this mall should be flattened. Yeah. Instead, some shingles have fallen yes. off the roof and mm-hmm. the sunglasses hut might be a bit damaged. <laughs> it took it the worst. <laughs> and the skylight. Yeah. Um, but like they're all standing there. It's, it's total dead silence now. And like they're standing there for a few minutes and then finally they're like, should we go check? And she's like, oh, go check. And everyone's like, everyone else is like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah you, you go. go check. And so this daughter, is the fucking best daughter goes up and just like, <laughs> leaves and everyone's just like dead staring at her like are you actually going out (laughs) but this is the best because she climbs the stairs walks out of the door of the shelter and immediately goes hello like the fucking twister is going to say oh wait no still here christmas twister still twisting out here and i swear to god this scene is shot like a horror scene yeah because like they they track her down the hall they look at the mirror that's catching her down the hall it's really weird Mm -hmm. yep and then she just gets out into the mall and there's some and CG bullshit. Yeah, more slow motion is like, oh, no, not the mall. Yeah. And it's like and then she like maybe hears a cry for help. Mm-hmm. She does. And and runs over to the, the Santa station. Yes. No, that girl doesn't make a peep. Like we, we she hear does. we're like, we're like, oh, she's dead. And then she moves and is yeah, like, that's help. Right. Oh, yeah. Because like we were okay. like, oh, look, there's actually someone dead in the mall. And then right. she yeah. twists her head. And so she's like, <laughs> wait, please don't move. And proceeds to lift like some chopsticks off her and stuff. I mean, it's like, it's yeah. literally like nothing. It's she like, is trapped by nothing. Literally nothing is well, keeping her on the ground. And, and she's just, like, ah, my leg hurts. And you right. look at it. It's just a fucking scrape. It is a scrape. And then of course, but then she has to go like, oh, wait, let me take my shirt she off and make a tourniquet. Rips her shirt off. is like, this will keep you from getting an infection. And it's like, the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. But I love that. She's talking to this girl. She's just like, all right, we need to stay calm. <laughs> we need to work. I'm going to get you through this. And the girl's like, I'm older than you, bitch. Yeah, what I know. The hell? I'm not even trapped by anything. Yeah. I'm just chilling here. I was relaxing. I scraped my leg. <laughs> and you've, like an idiot, wrapped uh-huh. your shirt around it. <laughs> but yeah, so, so you managed to get your shirt Santa's yeah. workshop sign I don't want is... your armpit sweat in my cuts. <laughs> What's wrong with you, woman? So Santa's workshop sign is dangling over the top of them, and they keep looking at it like, that's going to fall and kill us. We should mm-hmm. maybe get up now. And they're like, 
yeah, but my leg hurts. And eventually, wait, wait I'm afraid. Yeah, well, yeah, not as much as that rope. That that plywood sign is going to fall on us. And so eventually, <sighs> she convinces her to get the fuck up. And mm-hmm. then the sign falls like 15 feet away from them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, I don't know, people just start spilling out of the thing. And this is when Casper Van Diem just drives up on the curb and is just like, I got this. But this is the most important thing, son. Sit your ass right there and don't move. But, Dad, I want to help. No. No. You sit there. So, okay. Casper Van Diem gets out as millions, millions, dozens of people are <laughs> spilling out of the mall. Like a dozen. Yeah. <laughs> And he's just like, have you seen my daughter? Hey, have you seen my daughter? No description. Hey, have you seen my daughter? She's a girl. Have you seen her? Where is she? And then finally sees the daughter. Well, this is also in slow motion, like Normandy. Normandy. Everyone's walking out. There's vague smoke everywhere. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so all of these people have survived without incident in the storm shelter. Yeah. For some reason, half of them collapse alongside all the walls and act like, oh, just dear God, I'm dead. This is when we started the Sarah McLaughlin song. (laughs) Yes. And it's just it's just slow motion of of not carnage. It's just slow motion of people just like, well, that was a day of shopping (laughs) that had a 20 minute inconvenience. I left my latte behind. It got cold. I'm not going to finish my Christmas shopping. They couldn't handle the trauma of going downstairs for seven minutes. God, everyone is just like, oh, the worst. And they have like the daughter slow motion running to him. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they're reunited. And the friend is reunited. Yeah. Well, the. Yeah, she meets up with her friend, but the daughter she saved from under the debris yeah. meets up with the mother who was like, oh, where's my daughter? Oh, there's yeah. my daughter. Yep. So they're like, okay, cool. And they go back to the car and they're like, fuck, man, the son is gone. The the <laughs> child, is, not the son. <laughs> this yeah. is like. This is unbelievably stupid. Man, this is Snoop Dogg's <laughs> weed level of dumb. Like, it is the pinnacle of hot (laughs) bullshit so at some point while they are standing in this entryway to the mall which is just this corridor really Mm -hmm. it's not that big as they were coming out and reuniting with casper van dean the sun has just stealthed by them somehow given an uh, injured person given a person who couldn't handle surviving the storm his sweatshirt and then she was in shock whatever so and then made a beeline into the mall to help her grandfather right who had there was a vague like i don't know where my grandfather yeah is. because casper van dean does another thing of going around whatever have you seen my son have you seen my son he's, he's redheaded he's got freckles he's, and he's this got a, big. a texas sweatshirt jason on. yeah and then they're like <laughs> yeah he, he's like he goes over to the person who has the sweatshirt on and it's like have you seen my son he was wearing a sweatshirt just like this and she says oh yeah he put it on me I was cold. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hate to make a super obscure reference, but like the way this no, you girl, don't. the way this girl acts is like the the not Charlton Heston guy in Wayne's World when he's like, <laughs> I need directions to, and the guy's like, um, uh, oh, he's like, can't we get a better uh, actor? Yes. You know, like yeah. that guy, yes. and then they bring on Charlton Heston, but like, because like this girl is just like. <laughs> I was called. He yeah. gave me my sweatshirt. He's looking for my, my grandfather. grandfather. <laughs> I'm in shock. Yeah. At how bad I can act. So we go in and there's just suddenly this random pile of debris and an old man standing over it. And he's just like, your, your boy came in to help me. And then a bunch of shit fell on him. Yeah. <laughs> he's under there somewhere. <laughs> Poor little feller. <laughs> And that's what Casper and he's like, oh no! And then he pulls, and then he sees like a hand laying there, and he's like, oh my god, he's my like, son! Jesus god, no! And the old guy's like, yeah, it's a crying shame. Yeah, your boy In died. The arms of 
I can't believe that happened to him. And he pulls all the stuff off, and then the kid is still alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Okay. But we were just, we were, it goes on for so long that we were just like, we were making the old man give him stories about, yep, it impaled him right through the skull. Yeah. Like, just crushed it like a yeah. grape. We were just standing here talking about the weather. And I then, had never seen bones then like that. <laughs> That, and that, then that, there was so much blood. Yeah, that Santa's workshop sign. You don't think they're that sharp, but man, it cut him right in two. Yeah, just vivisected and that it's little. The sucker. only thing keeping him together right now. <laughs> yeah. I lost one of my yeah. boys similarly in a thresher accident. <laughs> Let me tell you about it in great detail because it's very similar to what happened to your boy, Christmas Thresher. It was a long, slow death for him. I loved him. Yeah. But I it guess was you love your boy, death. too. Yeah. He's going to die real slow. Choose <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> your move. I mean, candy cane from his heart. He's going to bleed. Loved your son is more appropriate. <laughs> yeah. since, you know, he's <laughs> clearly got a pile of plywood yeah. on top of him. He is smushed. <laughs> if you move that Annie Ann's pretzel from, from the center of his chest, he will just bleed out. <laughs> That's right. cinnamon sugar pretzel. The only thing keeping him alive. Everyone. He's got a Himalayan salt lamp lodged in his spleen. Everyone whose son is still in one piece, step forward. Not so fast, Casper. Hey, that's a funny name, Casper. Because that's the same thing you yeah. get. Is now. now you're dead boys, ghost. Was he friendly? I don't know. I didn't know him long. Moments, really. We were just like, hey, look out. And then I got out of the way and pulled your son into the path of the debris. I mean, I, I'm sorry about your boy, but I'm fine. Yeah. And I will continue to make your son one, again. Yeah, Your son one day might have been voting age, but I'll vote for Trump in his stead. He sacrificed his seven years on this earth to save my 90-year-old ass. What a brave soul. And a valid trade. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die in four months driving my Lincoln into a mall. This very mall. I'm gonna drive right in. <laughs> Maybe this or a farmer's market. I'm not sure which, but I'm just gonna plow right through them. And I'm so glad that your son saved my life so I could be the one to do that and fulfill my destiny. Yeah. Yeah, it was all that. And yeah, but the boy was fine, actually. But actually, the kid is totally fine. The kid's totally fine. Yeah. This, this, movie, they, this movie is 98% consequence-free. God, because yeah. they just yoink him right out of this pile. The first 12 seconds of it, they acted like, oh, no, he's crushed. And then they get his hand, and just Casper and Diem just pulls yeah, him out of there. They don't even bother like, lifting the toothpicks no, off of him. They him just pull right <laughs> out of there. Just right out of there. Slide him right out. Yeah. <laughs> but, he's, but this is when we get the slow motion with him carrying him out of yes, the mall. Because yep. there's like smoke around the front entrance that he walks through and heroically and, like he's done a single fucking thing this yeah, movie and the daughter and the daughter's friend just instantly start bawling just like yeah. just crying their eyes out just oh my god thank god he saved from his dumbassery of whatever the fuck he just did and it is just five minutes of all of them of just slow motion yeah just hero oh. shot while there are still people who suffered no injury whatsoever, nope. dying on the ground. Yes. No, what's well, this? Brian. Brian's dead. Yes. Like, we kind of half expected Bri to find him impaled on something. Yeah, no, Brian no. is gone. Just... <laughs> Brian went to live on the he, farm. He actually might be in the arms of an angel. Like, Brian died on the way there. back to his home planet. He did, yes. Yeah. 
Man. Brian's yeah. with Jesus now. <laughs> God. Yeah. We found Brian. He's over here. <laughs> so, over here. A little bit over there. Yeah, but no. So you go back to the TV station. Mm-hmm. And this is where <laughs> she comes upon Deb, our production lady, who yeah. is just bawling her eyes out. She's like, I should have listened to you. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, is that no, later? That, whoa. Oh, we okay, haven't, okay. We yeah, haven't, we gotta, we haven't right. even broached that. Right now, they're all suiting up. Mm-hmm. They're okay, all running okay, around right. like the West Wing, all just right. shouting like, we got sightings in Dubderville and Hooterstown. And- <laughs> <laughs> including, including one guy that's like, he's strut like Vince McMahon through oh, that yeah. fucking office. He's oh, just yeah. like... <laughs> Yeah, and Weatherman is suiting up. He's got his cameraman. He's just like, he's just Emmys and congratulations and millions of dollars and New York and Emmys and everything. This is great. Let's Peabody. go. Yeah. So, so yes. So Logan and his cameraman, they're yeah. like, they're going to go out and they're going to chase the storm. They're going to just get some footage and mm-hmm. be heroes or whatever. And they, and meanwhile, again, Twister's shown up and more, more sirens have gone off. Twister is everywhere. It, it decimates Fort Worth. It's an uh, F6. It takes out the sign, at least, and it's building. But. Yeah, but there's one shot of just, like, uh, the shot of downtown Fort mm-hmm. Worth, and there's just Christmas Twister hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's that famous building. Uh-huh. The famous Fort Worth building. <laughs> yes. Mr. Worth. I, used to, I assume, was it, like, a treasury? Is that what the Worth sure. is in Fort it's Worth? the yeah. fort. Oh. It, yeah, it is where they... Oh. <laughs> it didn't withstand an F6. <laughs> um, yeah, so Christmas Twister is everywhere, um, and... I, I don't know. They just they just decide let's go to the power station. Yeah, and they're gonna get on top of like a water tower or something. Yeah, they're like let's go up there. We're and Logan's get... like we're getting that shot, man. Yeah. And, and the, the cameraman's, cameraman's like, like the fuck. Also, the cameraman, by the way, has this amazing hand drawn Christmas <laughs> t shirt yes. that yes. he's made. I mean, when I say amazing, I mean it's like he took a white t shirt and a sharpie and like made stick figure <laughs> reindeer or something. Yes, because he it's, wanted it's to really great. be in the Christmas spirit. But yeah, so they go up on top of this water tower or whatever, and he does his report. He's like, am I, am I grizzled enough? Am I mm-hmm. look like I've been in a storm? All right. The the weather outside is, is frightful, y'all, but everything's <laughs> cool because I'm Logan, and it's all over with. So peace out, everybody. See ya. Yeah, he, he's, like, he's saying something like, yep, well, the destruction's over. Things are great. And literally, the tornado is behind him tearing up yeah, shit. He's just like just, a fucking Baghdad Bob of Fort Worth yeah, area. No, 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 no tornado here. Nothing to see. And they're all just like, dude, Logan, look behind you. And now, like, everyone's in the, the control room watching this. And the camera dude's like, uh, dude, turn around. So he turned camera dude. (laughs) Yeah. He delivers the entire speech. Yes. Like a minute and a half with the tornado behind him. Mm -hmm. Camera dude doesn't say anything. No, he's focused on his focus. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Chuck. Mm -hmm. Sure. He is. But, uh, couldn't pull himself away. (laughs) No. So you see like in the, just, they're just cargo, ships and and stuff which christmas <laughs> twister is tearing up and it's coming towards them but also it just picks up a canister a shipping car- container. Yeah, yeah shipping container and just chucks it at logan from a long way away. a long way away and logan's like watching it and people in the booth are like get out of there and he's like what what you're breaking up huh as this thing he's watching come towards him and they're just like dude get off the water tower get out of there and he's like i can't understand you and then he just is like staring at it and staring at it and just like oh my god and then it murders him yep live on television and cut to static cut to static which they just decide to leave up for a minute for a while (laughs) it's in honor of logan Mm -hmm. 
And then it's a moment of silence for Logan. What's her face says cut to commercial. <laughs> yes. Cut not, to fucking commercial. Not even like <laughs> uh, we're having some technical difficulties. We'll nah, be right back. Just, just run the sticks yeah. and stuff. Ad. <laughs> oh, sticks and stuff. <laughs> I mean, yes, what the, the, the fuck? best possible ad to run during a twister? Breaking news: Your weatherman just died live on the air. Here are some ads. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. So uh, then it's just, that's when okay. news producer lady just goes to the Mine's makeup room dead. and is just bawling her eyes oh, out. Oh yeah, and she comes in and is just like. Yeah, well, you yeah. know, Logan knew what he was getting into, yeah, it's, it's and he was also fault. an idiot. And it's yeah. not your fault. I mean, yeah. it's totally like, your fault, but it's not but your fault. But she's like, I should listen to you. And, oh, my God. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you totally should have. Listen to me now. The twister is coming. <laughs> we need to get everyone down to the shelter. And she's like, okay, let's do it. So Casper and Dean's wife just kind of goes back out into the bullpen area and is just like, hey, she's listen got up. a real weird name, by the way. I... Addison? Addison, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe it's not real weird, but it's, it's not that weird. She's like, hey, listen up. Twister coming. Get out of here. And they all just like look for, for a second. And then she's like, no, you don't get Twister coming. Get to the shelter. And then they're all just like, what? And throwing papers and everyone's running around. Um, there's also a pregnant lady who works here. We haven't mentioned it because yeah. guess what? It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> you you have a nine months pregnant lady in a disaster movie. You think, well, this is going to come up in some way, shape or form. Nah. <laughs> the only thing that happens was that they sent her down into the. Well, the Steve, Steve, Steve Williams is like walking by her and he's like, yeah, I need to get in touch with my husband. Like, you know, but the cell towers down. Yeah. Do we have a CB radio? He's like, yeah, we might have one in the storage unit. I'll get what Janice or whatever. His yeah. name, what is her yeah, name? Pregnant lady. We'll, we'll send her down to sub basement G to get it. And then she's gone for like an hour. So everyone's running down to the shelter and someone's like, where's Janice? And they're like, oh, she was in the storeroom looking for her CB radio. And, and you know, Casper and Dean's wife is like, ah, fine. I'll go get her. Now, mm-hmm. just to give you an idea, this is. <laughs> I mean, the outside, the exterior shot that we're showing is like three, maybe four story building yeah, at most. It's, it's just an average. It's, building. it's an average building. When she starts going down the stairs, she is going down the stairs for a while yelling for whatever. I, like I don't even know what her name basements. is. Yeah. She gets to like level B4. Yeah. It's, it says like, yeah, first she's like yelling at B3 and she hears her yeah. and like, I'm here. And then like goes down on a whole nother. So like you're on sub basement level four. Right. And it's this like, but she looks out into this vast, vast hallway, hallway of steamworks and just pipes and, and electrical shit. There's like, the fuck are you running this television yeah. station on? And so it's, it's fucking, like, you know, WK Kruger or something. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. scene. And she's like slowly slinking down this hallway trying to find her. And eventually, I, I don't know, after like five minutes of searching, finds her in the storeroom. Mm-hmm. And not, not before like the, the entryway was barred with like all the pipes in the world fell oh, in this one doorway. Yeah, this one door that she needed to get through just random ass pipes from who the fuck knows where. And a stepladder. <laughs> <laughs> like pipes from everywhere yeah. and a stepladder that she, again, she has to take off her shirt. She takes and, off her you know, jacket and shows off her guns. Yeah, and is bu- like, you know, it's business time. Power through these pipes in this ladder, gets through, finds the pregnant lady. And she's she's somewhere just mo- just like, oh, oh, and you're like, oh, great. She's giving birth. Mm-hmm. You go in there. No, she's not giving birth. She has plywood around her. None of it is touching her. And she's, she's like a shelf that's leaning near her. Yeah, And she's like, I'm trapped. And you're you're looking. The shot is right on her. And you're like, mm-hmm. you're totally fine. Mm-hmm. But eventually, like, you know, 
lady moves the shelf out of the way and drags her out and it's like all right come on let's go meanwhile when the when the tv station got hit with the twister it sparked fucking everything and of course someone let left a trash can of of oily rags right next to the transformer so when it blows it sets everything on cg fire yep and so now like everything's smoky and they're just wandering around in smoke and the pregnant lady is just like i i'm just let let me die just let me lay down and die i can't i can't breathe i can't go on any further let's just let's just die together and they're just like yeah all right so like, well, this, she goes with the dumb logic of like someone will come get us yeah yeah really okay so they just lean against some electrical not, not 40 floors down into the depths of the earth no. where yeah. they are no. yeah yeah we'll send fucking aaron eckhart and the rest of the <laughs> core crew to yeah. find you <laughs> which is weird because there's an exterior shot later where flames are shooting out of the floor fourth floor window and you're like what floor is this basement on like how how is what the i don't know but anyway casper mm-hmm. van dean shows up and he's like i'm here and everyone's left the shelter at this point. And half of them are the same goddamn extras from the mall. Yep. And they're yep. equally slow-mo D-Day man. We have seen some shit mm. when, in fact, they haven't seen a fucking thing. They've been safe in a shelter for 20 minutes, and that's it. And they're all just fucking dying on the ground like, mm-hmm. oh, dear God, the twister. So Casper Van Dien goes in. Yeah, he finds Deb outside. He's like... Oh, she went to get the girl, pregnant girl who got the CB. They must be down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he goes into the building to look for her and they search for a long, long time. I also want to point out at some point there's been a shot of the dog wandering the streets through the like one the the town where everyone musical chaired their way out of danger. He just the dog just wanders down the street as people are picking up bird cages and other dumb debris. So the dog is off having adventures while everything else is going on. So mm-hmm. just remember that the dog is off having adventures. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Casper and Dean and daughter eventually find the mother and the pregnant lady who have just given up on life and mm-hmm. <laughs> one literally. So they have to CPR her back into existence yep. and they're like, thanks. And then they leave. And that, my friends, is the climax of this movie. That is the action climax of the film. Yep. Uh, they have a little pool party afterwards. Yes. It like cuts to the daughter going down a water slide in their backyard. Mm-hmm. In the fucking richest ass fucking backyard of all time. Yeah. Yeah. First off, like it's Casper ridiculous. Van Dien has been fired from whatever and is now working at the Northeast Texas, whatever the bullshit. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Northeast Texas Community College yeah. of Weather. Uh, yeah. And his wife is... A, <laughs> You know, an anchor person at this little, well, I mean, I say little, it's a three-story news right. station that has 50 f- sub-basements. And, yeah. You know, but I hate to tell you, <laughs> news anchors don't get paid what you think they do. No, I don't think they do. <laughs> um, but he's driving a Range Rover, uh-huh. and they have this really nice house with a fucking water slide in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, and they're just... Oh, and also, daughter has an equally nice car. Not a Range Rover, but another yeah. nice SUV thing. Yeah. So. And they're just grilling up burgers and dogs, and they're just like, well... That this is one heck of a Christmas, huh? Yeah, and then like the sun comes in, it's just like, boy, I wish our dog was alive. <laughs> and Casper Van Dien's like, don't worry, it's a smart dog, it'll come back. I mean, it's more like present, but you know, yeah. But then they're just like, yeah, Christmas, and that was an adventure. And then it's just they hear barking, and they're like, mm-hmm. the dog's back. And oh, then a tiger. They, <laughs> and they just pick up the dog, and it's like, yay, we have a dog now, and mm-hmm. what a Christmas! Happy, Merry Christmas, everybody. And then that's the end of the movie. And you're like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, it's it's so dumb that like it honestly felt like another excuse to like I mean because they already like stripped off half their clothes to save people. They were like, let's put the mother and the daughter in bathing suits. Sure, yeah, uh, it's Christmas in Texas. Yeah, let's put the <laughs> daughter who's in high school in a bathing suit. She's for thirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. She's I thirty. Know, and, like they didn't bring life. a friend over, you know. <laughs> Captain Phasma to come over. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked. I looked it up just to be the tall blonde friend is five seven. So she's oh, like, so the other one's just a, the other one is mini, the mini person. Here. She's five two. Oh, okay. So Casper and Dean is a little person as well. Wait, you're saying there was only five? No, that's like some Hollywood bullshit right there. Only there was five inches. There was no way. I'm just saying that's some like Tom Cruise lying about your height. Okay, so the <laughs> short one might be like four yeah. ten. Yeah. But okay, whatever. That's that's what I am. The bus says. I know. Well, Christmas Twister's over. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, mm. Christmas Twister's over, you guys. And it ends on, like, uh, Christmas in Hollywood or some dumb stock music theme song. And it's like, this doesn't even... Why are you... If you have, if you can watch this movie and find out what that song is, I'm really interested. Not because it's good. I just have some the theories. The lead singer sounds familiar. Sounds like the guy from The Refreshments. Yeah. So, I have a feeling, like, somebody that follows me on Twitter or something like that is... Not involved with the band, but is like a refreshments fan. Yeah, they actually just like work at a point. <laughs> right. They work yes, the refreshments. They're jerks. Um, <laughs> I got you. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but somebody's a big refreshments fan that is somewhere within my circle. So if you mm. listen, also listen to the podcast, you probably know that. So mm-hmm. let me know. But yeah, it's weird. It's a 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 weird. Christmas question. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's that's Christmas Twister. <laughs> All right, yeah. I suppose we rate this thing. We, yeah, we do. <sighs> I can go. Okay, please do. Okay. Um, fuck two jocks. It. Um, <laughs> oh, this easy I, there, fella. It's. I I can't explain. I can't explain this movie. It's it's bad. It is a. It's terrible. It can't even do its dumb sci-fi destruction stuff right. It can't do any of that right. But it's never boring, and that's... I, I feel like bags are becoming just like, this movie bored me. It either bored me or made me angry, and I feel like this one did neither. It It's real stupid, but we had a great time watching it, and you can have a great time watching it because there are so many things that you can just laugh at because it's bad. It's it's real dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, you keep thinking, like... Casper Van Diem seems so determined that this is something big, like this is just some event of some kind. It's never explained. It's never like, oh, the power plant is sending out weird sonic signals that created dumb weather. It's just, yeah, uh, weather, and I believe in climate change, so therefore bad tornadoes, and they're going to kind of vaguely damage some buildings, and people will be traumatized by it. The end. Like, he doesn't do mm. anything heroic. Mm-mm. The, no, the most heroic thing he did was he saved those children in the middle school. That's true. They did. They did say that the, it, the something came on the radio and it was like it hit such and such middle school where they were, and it's like, but no, no injuries reported because everyone was, at, you know, yeah. the safety shelter. Because he told them to, to and, have and a tornado. And kid, drill. Kid, kid was like, "You saved them, Dad." Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm awesome. a tornado guy. Yeah, it's yeah. great being me, isn't yeah. it? Rico's, tornado hero. That's yeah. what they'll call me. Rico's roughnecks. I got Oof. a water slide in my backyard. <laughs> That's that was that was it for saving the middle school. They installed a water slide in a pool. Nice. <laughs> that was nice of them. Yeah. That's so anyway, perk. it's it's real dumb, but it's it's fun in a real bad way. So two jocks. I'm going to immediately jump in to counter rate <gasps> your your rating. 
I think this movie is a two bags movie. We had a lot of fun with it, but it is fucking garbage. Yeah. It is garbage in generally all the wrong ways. Mm-hmm. It's You're right. It's not necessarily boring, but everything is bad. There's nothing good about this movie except for seeing it with your friends. Also, Elf Guy. Elf Guy was good. Okay, Elf, Elf guy. guy. All right, Elf Guy. Yeah, Elf Guy. 1.99 bags. Okay, fair enough. But... <laughs> Everything is bad about this except for seeing it with your friends. That's the reason that we liked it so much is because we are in tune with each other's senses of humor and we have a good time together. Uh, I agree with that. Don't watch this by yourself because it sucks. <laughs> but it's 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 one that you can make really good with friends. Like I, I sent a friend a message that like right before we started recording, I'm like, you need to watch... You need to watch Christmas Twister with some friends because it's that kind of movie. Somebody that I recently introduced to uh, the room who loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it it sucks, but it's redeemable with friends. Two bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I got to side with Chuck on this one. Um, I don't know what it is. This movie is so ineptly made, and yet I, 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 I guess I can only give it two jocks. I mean, this is... There's something highly, highly watchable about this movie for to me, and I can't put my finger on it. Like we have seen, I was I was generally or genuinely uh, dreading the fact that this was a TV movie, TV movie because we've done so many of these, and we have our our average for good to bad is is not good. Like we we've watched a lot of like boring ass, you know, just boring ass TV movies that are very obviously TV movies, and something about this is just watchable, and I and I. I can't explain it. Kind of like in like the same stupid way that Metal Tornado was. Like it's just, yeah, it just moves. It doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't like stop to deal with bullshit. It just goes. I know nothing happens technically. Like this horrific storm comes through, and we're we're focused in on like the most minute, boring things about it. But it's it's super watchable. And we didn't even mention like a couple of like just glaringly. We mentioned some of the glaringly bad things they did like with bad props and things like that mm-hmm. there was one point like you know the, after the tower has gone out that uh manager studio producer lady runs outside and and like they've badly oh, right. they've badly superimposed actually it almost looks like they just pulled up a picture on the phone yeah that says no signal yes <laughs> but you can still see the status bar with like four or five bars yeah so i mean it literally kind of looks like that's all he did was like yeah, just pull up a picture it says no signal and mm-hmm. So it's like, clearly there's a signal there. And um, she does kind of stand out there like, just take me, Christmas Twister. Yeah. Just take me and away. We, and we get, I got my weatherman killed. Take me We did kind of think that was coming, yeah. um, but mm-hmm. it, it doesn't. No. Um, and then the other one is like, there is a point where Casper uh, Van Dien and Kid are driving um, oh, in God, yes. either through a cloud or it, they're <laughs> in heaven um, because like it seems like they were on some sort of like completely white stage, like they were supposed to put something in the background of like, you know, stuff moving, but they forgot. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of amazing because <laughs> I, I just don't know where they're driving, but it's, it's all white and kind of sort of bright outside. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, this movie is highly watchable and with friends you can have, I mean, like I said, we, we laugh more in the theater than we have in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it is not a good movie, but it is a good movie for adding your own stuff to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have to echo that and disagree with BJ. I have to go with two jocks as okay. well. Haters. 
Sorry. Oh, no. Wait, haters. No. Yeah. <laughs> Lovers. We, we, we internet love it. See, haters. This Appreciators. This to me, <laughs> this is like Birdemic without the pain of Birdemic. Yeah. Like, like that's like because Birdemic, you watch that and you're like, you didn't even record the sound properly. Like you yeah. like this is but this is the joy that Birdemic gave us, except with actual actors and, and actual production. Mm-hmm. But like actors doing bad accents mm-hmm. and just dumb shit. And Casper Van Dien, like speaking through his teeth the entire time and, <laughs> and like about half and like trying to look like Vigo Mortensen the whole time. Yeah. And it's man. He stopped it halfway through because he disappears from the movie. Yeah, he's like, gone for a long time. No, I just time. mean like earlier on, we we're like, what are you saying? And yeah. then like a couple minutes in, either we adjusted to <laughs> his speech. Yeah, we got on his wavelength. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't seem like, yeah, it, we, mm-hmm. we actually talked about was his jaw wired shut in the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, I. but it's it's fun. Like, it's just I, I had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun riffing on this. And, it, you know, we've learned with TV movies, they just don't pay off very often and this one by the end it does not pay off at all no and they don't sell the fact that this is a 320 mile an hour storm like buildings just get kind of like oh no some stuff got knocked off the front not like this building is sticks yeah like like this building is a pile of matches now that used to be a building like (laughs) now on sale it sticks and stuff yeah yeah Yeah, there's none of that i mean it's just you know it's it doesn't sell any of that well at all but Mm -hmm. It's still fun. It's still a lot of fun. Yep. 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 Yeah, I know. I know some people are gonna like listen to us and be like, "BJ's absolutely right." If not lower, but I am we've also made right. it. We've made it sound a lot more entertaining yeah. than it your, actually your is. Your mileage is absolutely going to vary on this. Yeah. It's just going with the right mind frame and mindset, and you can you can have so much fun with this. Yep. Anyway, that's yeah. I, that's why I think you can only. Yeah. This only works with friends. Therefore. <laughs> Okay. Good well, one. There you go. All right, let's take a break, shall we? Oh, okay. All right. Welcome back. Hey. Second half. Bamfcast. Woo. Yeah. Gonna... Um, yeah, we're going to mix some things up here. Uh, we we are going to talk about Star Wars The Last Jedi. However, it will probably devolve into some spoilery talk. And I'm saying this now because we're going to go ahead and do contact information and some correspondence. Then start talking sort of non-spoilery about Star Wars. Warn you. And the very end of the show will be any spoiler talk so that you can just shut it off if you haven't seen it yet. Yep. So we figure that's probably the best way we can handle this. That sounds great. Okay. Especially so, since we're going to kick Chuck out because he gonna, hasn't seen it. I'm going to leave. <laughs> Chuck doesn't want any spoilers. He's going to go in the other room. Right. I he's going to go in the first. isolation booth yeah. and he's going to put mm-hmm. headphones on. Yeah, he's going to come out and he's going to be like, chocolate babies. <laughs> and, and, then, <laughs> and we're like, eh, that answer's hard to be given. He's like, oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Number two answer. Chipotle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I know it's Chaputi. That's hey, yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. Anyway. So, mm-hmm. you guys want some emails? I do. Let's yes. just crank them out the yeah. first half. Let's, Let's just, get those emails. First half of the I second like half. Cranking things out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. First one we got is from Seth. This one's titled Hype Men Payoffs. He says, I rewatched Star Wars The Force Awakens in preparation for The Last Jedi, and I noticed something that I hadn't noticed the previous 10 times I'd watched it. 
The build-up to Poe Dameron finally showing up in his black X-Wing for the first time totally pays off. Before that battle, he's described as being the absolute best pilot in the Resistance. He practically chews enemy pilots for breakfast, lets them digest good and proper, and shats them all over the next New Order saps he comes across. When he shows up, and almost a single camera shot takes out something like six New Order ties, I couldn't help but giggle and clap like a trained chimpanzee in a freshly filled diaper. That scene is incredible and such a payoff for his character set up earlier in the film. My question for you gentlemen is this. What is your favorite hyping up payoff in a movie? Crash and Burn sent you via Lord Bolton's Raven. He was poisoned by his enemies after all. Seth. <laughs> Jeez, spoilers. <laughs> um, favorite hype man shit. I don't... The, the best and one that comes to mind is uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade when Indy is just hyping up... Uh, what's his name? Uh, mu- uh, museum guy. Yeah, um, Marcus? Yeah. Yeah. And he's just, he'll blend in, disappear. You'll never see him again. <laughs> With any luck, he's got the grail already. And this is just a slow, dramatic zoom in on him. And then just, Marcus is just wandering around like, eh, has anyone ever seen Hello, do you speak English? <laughs> anyone? It's just, that is the best hype slash joke payoff to that I've, mm-hmm. I can remember. I just, that zooming in on Harrison Ford's face while he's given this speech and then cutting to that joke is yeah, just the best to me. That joke is good, even if like Marcus was a serious... yeah normal character in the first one and they made him a fucking yeah, they just joke made him a blundering idiot. Crusade. Yeah. Well, he was also in his element in Raiders. He was just hanging yes. out of the college yeah. museum thing. Yeah. Here's out in the world. That's yeah. bad. Yeah. Don't it, let Marcus do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, of course, uh, First Blood. Yeah. Oh, Richard, Richard Crenna. Crenna. Yeah. Like, yes. like he's like the, the prototype for what you want because like anyone within earshot, he's just like, dudes. Yeah. Fucking Rambo. You know what he did? You yeah. know what this guy did? <laughs> I, yeah. t- I tell you like, he's a green bright, yeah. but it was red all the time from the blood of his enemies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm also a big fan of uh, Harry Lime in the third man. Mm-hmm. Like the way they, they hype him throughout the entire movie and he doesn't show up till near the end. And then he gives this fucking badass speech. Yep. And that's like it. Yep. But it, they, yes, <laughs> they hype the shit out of him. Yeah. The entire movie. That whole movie is just hype for that character. Yeah. That's all it is. So yeah, and then he just creeps out of that shadow. Mm-hmm. God, that that movie's so fucking good. Cuckoo clock. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, John Wick. He gets he gets an oh, entire sure. tire hype man guy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> with with you know different well, colored you know uh, subtitles for emphasis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, that one too, it's because it's the bad guy hyping him up. Mm-hmm. And then rightfully, I mean, like. About his own son. He's just like, well, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. You, you, did that? you are so fucked. Man, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know who this guy yeah. is? Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. It's uh, happening more often. It, it is. Yeah. yeah. We, we come across it a people, lot. I think people are realizing how how good it works. Well, everyone on uh, Ivan Drago's team. And, like, oh, sure. You know, yeah. they just, you know, everything they say about him is, is how awesome he is. Whatever he hits, yeah. he destroys. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, there's so much good hyping. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of good hyping. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Richard Crenna is probably the, mm-hmm. the that's probably top cool. of the list on that. Yeah, because that's literally all he does yeah. in the entire movie. It's like, so you guys got a Rambo problem, huh? Yeah. Well, let me tell you what's going to happen. Yeah, and then the you're end, all going to die. <laughs> in the end, he's just going to like told you so. Yeah, it's like, yep, you died. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking Rambo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Uh, next one up's from Eric, who says, bad movies and podcasts. Hey, hmm. Bamfcast. Almost done binge listening to all 400 plus episodes over the past year. Christ. Uh, <laughs> amazing that you've all stuck around for so long. Thanks for helping through this past year. 
I mean, so, yeah, like in general, like that we're still alive. We're I, together I, I doing guess. this. Well, okay. I'm still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. All of the above. All right. Uh, he says, so about me. I've been searching for bad movies since I worked at a video store in the 90s. I'll let you explain what those were to the younger listeners. <laughs> They're stores that rented video. It was a physical Netflix store. Google yes. it, you goddamn millennials. Yep. <laughs> millennials will kill, are killing Google. <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's, no. it's like Netflix. If you, had to, if you had to go and get a giant thumb drive and yeah. plug it into your computer every time to watch yes. a movie. One at a time. Yep. Uh, he says, I made my own no-budget movie in the Zeros Life Room, now available on Amazon Prime. Oh. It's not good, but it's short at 65 minutes. Now in the 10s, I co-host a podcast on Fingerprints, the Double Loop Podcast. My only complaint would be that we need more five-bag movies. Your audience is entertained listening to your pain. We're not. We don't <laughs> We don't seek out five-bag movies. Like That's the thing. They just happen. Yeah, they, yeah, just, we, they happen. We have no we idea. We have to let them happen. We, we, we can try to make them happen. No, we can go into a movie thinking it's going to this like this will probably get jocks. But knowing for sure either way. No. no. Yep. Anyway, uh, even though you're inundated with suggestions, I feel it's mandatory part of a first email to the Banffcasters. So here's five. No. Mm-hmm. He gives quick synopses for each. OK. Uh, blood freak. Man eats experimental turkey and smokes one joint. Mutates into turkey man that must drink blood of drug addicts. Gory. Anti-drug. Pro-Jesus. 86 minutes. Mm. Boneyard, mutant zombie poodle, mutant zombie Phyllis Diller, also Norman Fell, 98 minutes, but come on, her character is named Mrs. Poopinplatz. There's that. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, Cloak and Dagger, a favorite from my childhood, wondering how it holds up. Henry Thomas, Dabney Coleman, and William Forsyth. That's on the Bamcast re- Extra list. Yeah, somehow I've yeah, never seen that I've movie. I've seen her remember Cloak and Dagger being good. I As a kid, I always thought it was good. Yeah. I mean, and somehow I never saw it. That's and stay tuned. Yeah, those <laughs> ones are those ones are tough because people are like, man, I loved that movie, yeah. and, but they haven't seen it in twenty five years. Well, see here, I, I'm like the perfect test yeah. subject. Yeah, like, this is, we're gonna find out. Is yeah. it really good? I mean, yeah. it's still subject to my opinion, but I'm just saying, like, it's one of those like I will be nostalgia free when I see it. Okay. Yeah. Well, people just people don't like us necessarily going after their childhood favorites. I know. It's tough. I didn't. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Gauntlet, 70s Clint Eastwood, filmed in my hometown of Phoenix. The movie destroys a house with 7,000 squibs for an intro and then destroys a bus with 8,000 more squibs in the finale. Yeah, The Gauntlet's fucking crazy. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to watch Clint Eastwood movies yeah. on the cast. Uh, the Green Slime, 60s space movie with funky theme song. Did That's, you do that for thirty? You want? No, okay. but I've seen it. It he's he's right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was gonna say I could. Well, I think he's. You're thinking of the um the blob song. Which, oh, is yeah. that the second one? Yeah, the second one. Where the blob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and uninvited killer cat hides inside a regular cat on a yacht with George <laughs> Kennedy. <laughs> Ninety minutes. <What>? That's come <laughs> up in some way, shape, or form. I think that popped up on Amazon uh, Prime, and people were like, "Dude, <laughs> there's a cat and another cat," and you're like, "What?" <laughs> no. <laughs> so. And then he gives a huge list that he loves just for the poster art and then says, uh, enjoy. I'm hoping that at least one of these ends up as either five jocks or five bags. Eric, like the geometric element, Ray. So thanks, Eric. Yes. Thanks for listening to uh, 400 plus episodes. Yeah, good Lord. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's a a lot in a year. That means you listen to the early ones as well. That's what I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how did you come upon us? And then what was it that made you decide... I must listen all. to all of these, mm-hmm. man. Maybe just like me. Like if I start listening to a podcast and I enjoy it, I like if I'll listen to like the latest three episodes and mm-hmm. if I enjoy it, I yeah. just go right to the beginning and start yep. there. Okay. It's painful sometimes, but I mean, maybe we did a movie that he mm-hmm. likes and then he that's usually how it happens yeah. is people find a, a specific movie and okay. then go from there. 
he didn't mention the one that's missing. Hmm? There's an episode missing. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. it fucks up our iTunes feed. Right, so we had yeah. to, we had to just delete it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hidden. It's yeah. not deleted. It's just not published. You can get it from the site itself. Which one is that? Killing American style. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's what not it a is. great episode anyway, so it wasn't like I missed it going anywhere. Yeah, no, it just it like would always show up at the top of the iTunes feed no yeah. matter what we did. Yeah, yep. it was really weird. Could not figure it out. Like it was so. sponsored or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some great gifts came out of that <laughs> out of that movie though. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah. Yeah. I'd like to hear more listener origin stories. Yeah. Like me too. how did you get here? Oh, well, he's actually in the chat, so he's oh. saying it was because of Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Oh, that's right. That's right, because he showed up in Discord this week. Mm-hmm. I, okay, that's yep, right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So mystery solved. There you go. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So one of our older listeners, or, or from way back, Chuck. back in the day, oh. has been hey. a while. <laughs> uh, we got Josh from Corpus Christi with a voicemail. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Hey, fellas, it's your old buddy Josh in Corpus Christi. Figured I'd give you all a call for the holiday season. So, you know, wish y'all a merry Christmas and such. I uh, wanted to uh, thank Mackie for being Santa incarnate. You know what you did. You can tell the nice folks all about it if you feel so inclined. But uh, you definitely made my year a little bit brighter. Uh, but uh, well, I was going to sing you all a jingle, but if you can't tell by listening to my nose talking to you right now, I feel like human garbage. Uh, and that, that's just not going to happen right now. However, uh, I did want to tell you guys that tonight, despite feeling like uh, hammered shit, I am going to be celebrating Christmas in the best way possible. I am finally seeing Die Hard in a theater tonight. And uh, I couldn't be happier. I have to work at like 5 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. I'm sick as a dog. I don't give a shit. Die Hard is my jam, and it's happening. And I think you all will be very appreciative of that. Die Hard came out in theaters like two weeks after I came out of a tummy. So this movie and I have been intrinsically connected from the start. So it's about time that I finally realized that destiny. And see John McClane kill motherfuckers on the big screen in, like, a really good movie. Because I have not had those opportunities <laughs> recently. Uh, also, I really hope that uh, this whole Disney Fox buyout means that Disney will declare um, a good day to die hard non-canon. And they will put it in the vault and set it on fire. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, this has probably been too damn long. So I'm out of here. Crash and burn. Josh out. Merry Christmas. Uh, it's happy Honda days. Yes, Josh. <laughs> yeah, please. We are offended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feliz Nissan Dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please put the car in Christmas. Yes, yeah. keep the car in Christmas. But yes, he. Uh, What'd you do for him? He bought something from me on eBay. Yeah, and I threw in a little extra when I sent it to him. I sent him my <laughs> VHS box set of the Terminator collection. Oh, from like 1992. It's got a holographic. Arnold slash Terminator head on the front of it. And it has widescreen VHS copies of the Terminator, Terminator two judgment day and the making of Terminator two. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty nice fucking, it's a huge, nice mm-hmm. thing, but I, it, I, I felt like a foster, like a, like someone fostering a dog or whatever. Yeah. It's like you take care of the dog and then you're like, I'm going to miss you dog, but I know that you're, you have a better home now. <laughs> You have a home that's yeah. going to love you and take care of you. Yeah. And that's that's how I felt about that box set. So, okay, I'm glad it's in his hands. Sounds like and he's also glad. On, I saw on Facebook he posted a picture of him and his wife in the theater. Oh, okay, for cool. Die Hard, and I could feel how pumped he was. Hmm. Did they do that like a Fathom Events thing this year, or is that just some local cool place that he has? Probably a local I, cool place. I think he's got a draft house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But people have also said because of the Fox thing, a lot of that shit might change because Disney is very bad about letting public screenings happen of their properties. Oh. So, you know, places like the Draft House are like, hey, we got gremlins, you know, in 35 millimeter, we're going to show it. Mm-hmm. You know, like if it was a Disney film, Disney would be like, no, you don't have a license to do that or you have to pay us a shit ton of money to do it. So a lot of people are worried because Rocky Horror is owned oh, right. by Fox which is now owned by Disney. Yeah, but I think in that case, the, there's precedent for you'd Disney to go. hope. There's money for this. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, you'd hope, but a lot of people are worried about that They'll probably just put it, it in the vault. They'll probably oh. just take Rocky Horror and put it straight in the vault oh. and go, yeah, well, you, you had your, ch- your chance. <laughs> it's played at midnight yeah. for every day since 1975. I mean, now. this honestly could be the straw that breaks the mouse's back, though, because, I mean, if, like, if people start getting pissed off about shit like this enough, they'll just be like, you know what? I got the fucking Blu-ray public screen. Yeah. Kiss my ass. But honestly, with with them launching a streaming service, they're going to want all the content they can get. So that's partially what they did here was buy content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if they don't put that shit on their streaming service, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Be like, what is the point of having all this library and a streaming service Mm -hmm. and not putting that shit on there? Well, I mean, the Fox stuff was already playing nice with it anyway. Yeah. Before this. So I I, it'll be there. Good. They better. You know, and I mean, Disney led the way on this movies anywhere thing, which Mm -hmm. is shocking. That seems so unlike what they should be doing. So maybe they've got a few people on the board who, you know, aren't fucking idiots (laughs) or or honestly, or it's a Trojan horse and they're just wanting everybody to get, you know, to redeem all their codes on on movies anywhere. Yeah. And then at some point pull the plug on. Oh, well, iTunes, we're not doing that anymore. And Voodoo, we're not doing anymore. That, that's I, I hate yeah, to say that that's yeah. probably where it's going, but that's probably where it's going. Yeah, it seems too consumer friendly right now. You're right. Yeah, but you know, what can you do? Nothing. Sadly, no. <laughs> there, there really is literally nothing you can do yeah. about it. Yeah, I, I just I, I, I mean, ask... this will be the thing. Like I said, that will make everybody start stealing the shit out of all the movies and not feel bad about it. Yeah. I mean, they're doing it anyway. I'm just saying, like, people would be like, people who even were previously being honest about it are going to be like, oh, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. I'm, I'm stealing everything. <laughs> so. Yeah, but I, I honestly, like, uh, the all four Die Hard movies were 20 bucks mm-hmm. on iTunes. Mm-hmm. So I bought all four iTunes uh, Die Hard movies. Yes, that is correct. They threw some other thing in there with the package, but... You got a couple hours of bonus footage from the released yeah. garbage Yeah, that's garbage just fest. them on vacation in Russia making very bad jokes. Yeah. Never don't, seen it. Don't watch that. Can't believe it's almost five years old. That's weird, too. It should burn. No. <laughs> I, I still haven't watched it, but yeah. Oh, I have never been so angry. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Mm-hmm. So because we're doing this all in fucked up order. Uh-huh. BJ, if someone wanted to call us or oh. write us, what would they do? Well, if they wanted to call us, it would be 9105-JOX-BMF or 9105569263. If they wanted to write us, they could uh, pick up their email device and write us at bmf at bmfcast.com. Or they could just go to the website, bmfcast.com, and there's a bunch of uh, buttons on the right-hand side that will lead you to all the social things. So you could do that. Sweet. That's a good way. Yeah. It's the best way. If they wanted to support us with actual real-world money. With real-world money. Well, they could just bring it to our house. Uh, we accept truckloads of cash. If you make an appointment, call 9105-JOX-BMF or 9105569263. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll or have someone here when the truck shows up. If mm-hmm. you want to do it incrementally, then you can you can do it on Patreon at patreon.com slash bmfcast. And hey, Patreon redacted its dumb fucking rule, so... <laughs> Uh, you're not going to be on the hook for all the uh, all the fees. We will continue to be on the hook for yep. the fees as we like. So yeah, 
throw some throw some ducats in the bucket. Yep. If you would, ducats you don't have in to. The bucket. There we go. You get a bunch of shit. You get bonus podcasts, undying love, etc. It's good. Soon it's a good deal. Even cooler bonuses. Yep. Yep. That's yep. going to get real cool. Yep. So, anything else worth talking about at this point in the show? Yes. And this Saturday, this actual Saturday, the 23rd, mm-hmm. at 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, I will be <clears throat> doing a charity race for um, for charity. Um, so I'm going to be racing uh, in this game called Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy. It is the uh, most recent You Will Hate Your Life Playing It game. Uh, it is about a man in a cauldron who makes his way up a mountain with a hammer. Uh, it's really difficult and frustrating, but what we're doing is me and two of my friends, uh, Evan and Molly, are uh, pledging to donate to the charity of whoever wins. And during the during the competition, we will be offering people the opportunity to penalize us with various penalties uh, for donations to the charities that we are supporting. Um, I have chosen to race for Able Gamers, which is a, uh, a group that... Um, basically uh, tries to hook up disabled gamers with uh, controllers or control mechanism that suit their needs so that they can play video games. So um, that's going to happen at twitch.tv slash noquartersnet on uh, Saturday, December the 23rd. And it should be a good time. We will be drinking. And uh, one of the pen- penalties is uh, is to make us drink more. So um, I have posted about it on uh, the No Quarters Twitter already. But I will be posting more in the next day or so to give you guys, like, all the information. Uh, but it's going to be fun, so please check it out if you can. Support so is, some good causes. Is the game Quapish? Yes, it is okay. Quapish in that it has a very... Um, weird control scheme. Very weird control scheme. And it's like... You know how Quap, like, has a has a very specific set of rules and mechanics? Mm-hmm. And you know they're there. You just can't fucking get them to work right. Yes. Ever. Uh, it's kind of like that. Okay. Um, but it's it's mouse control only. And all three of you are on screen at the same time? <laughs> we will be doing a multi-stream. Okay. So each one of us will be streaming from our, our separate Twitch accounts. But okay. we will also uh, have a multi-stream set up so that you can watch all three of us. Okay. And we'll also be on chat so that we can mock each other. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It should be a good time. So... Um, if you can join us Saturday at twitch.tv slash noquartersnet, 2 p.m. Eastern. That is all. Cool. Thank you. So that, anyway, it's time to uh, talk about Star Wars. Like I said, yes, we're going to briefly kind of skirt around non-spoilery talk, mm-hmm. and then we will kind of clearly warn you that we're going to head that way, and it, it should be the last thing of the show, so you can just shut it off. Yep. So we're uh, that's why we're kind of swap, swap the order, so... We're yeah. going to talk about The Last Jedi now. First non-spoilery, then spoilery. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Non-spoilery. I like a lot of it. I have seen it. There are parts I don't like at all that might not be what the internet is foaming at the mouth about, but... Um, there is... Yeah. In general, I like this movie. So there's one. there's one part in particular that I didn't know how much I disliked until like the next day somebody brought it up, mm. but and I, we'll get there. I only had, I mean, I honestly quite, quite honestly love this movie almost back to front. I mean, like I just liked it all. And there, there's one thing that I, I will, I qualify as, I don't know. Like 
one thing that sort of like picked me out of the Star Wars mindset just for like half a second. And I wonder if it's the same thing. I'll be interested. Yeah, to and, I, and, I, and like just just for a moment and then like but I was still kind of like with it in a little in a little ways. Mm-hmm. God, I, I feel like maybe we should just jump right into spoiler talk. I feel like this is kind of dumb. Well, we even skirt around this, but all right. Uh, I'll just say I don't know if I like this more than Force Awakens or not. I think I need to watch it more. Like, like I've only seen it once now. Mm-hmm. I really want to see it again. And and I, I to make a better assessment of it because not knowing anything going in, like even the last very last section of the movie, because I had never seen any of the previews or anything. I didn't even know that that section was going to happen, which was kind of nice, mm-hmm. you know, because I because there's so many previews you watch and you're like, like, especially yeah. Fast and Furious, you're like, all right, they haven't done that section yet. So I guess that's the end. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that sort of thing. So I didn't have any of that. And I just there was a lot of I don't know where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. W- which was very nice about it. And it's a dense movie. I mean, like, yeah, a lot it happens. felt like a really long movie because of how much stuff happens. Um, I know which scene you're talking about. And mm-hmm. I was like, I had to- by the time we got there, I had totally forgotten that it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And none of it happened like I expected which is good. Like, I think the trailers for me were a pretty solid, they weren't a misdirect. They just didn't, they showed me some things, but they didn't like, they didn't do what a lot of trailers do nowadays, which is just show you the movie over the course of 16 Mm. trailers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, I only watched like a trailer and and a teaser. So maybe I didn't catch all of the TV spots and everything, but, um, you know, I really, I got a sense for what the movie was, which is, which is what I hope to get out mm-hmm. of trailers. And we haven't really gotten that out of trailers recently. So mm-hmm. yeah. I was pleasantly surprised by the amount and breadth of things happening that weren't revealed to me previously. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll say this. If you really hate this movie, it helps to just regard it as fan fiction. And because then you can just take out all the things that it fucks with, you know, as far as Star Wars canon and all that. Just be like, you know what? I can just enjoy this movie on its merits and not have, you know, my original Star Wars still exists. And that's like what I want to tell all these fucking people that have just like started petitions. They're like, make it non-canon, you know, all that. It's like, I get where you're coming from, but it's way easier to just be like, these aren't even connected. They're their own thing. Have fun with them. Yeah, I and I've been kind of going on this on this campaign for a little while now, but everybody who is like to whom the expanded universe is their like baby blanket, mm. like their Linus blanket, I'm sorry. Your world has been ejected from the film canon. There's yeah. no going back. It still exists. Get over it. It was a, it's a good thing. It still exists. All those books are still out there. You can enjoy those. If you but, want crazy, weird shit, yeah, there's plenty of but it. But all the EU exists to do for film canon is to make it harder to make good movies. Mm-hmm. So you should be thankful that film canon and legends are completely separate now. Because yeah. we can... This is a This is a good movie. You might not like this, you know the 
what parts of the story it takes from EU mm-hmm. or doesn't, or what it quote unquote changes about your precious EU. But this is a good movie. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I, I I guess I'm just so tired of hearing people like whine about EU stuff. Yeah. And it may not be everybody's experience, but I hear it a lot, mm-hmm. and I just want people to shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> I don't even know if it. I I I don't know. I just I'm I'm not. I haven't heard anyone really articulate why they're not liking liking it without immediately going into Simpsons guy nerd voice. Yeah, and I, I, and I and I just like that's all I've heard is like and this changes this, and I'm like fuck ever. Like things evolve, things change. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. It's just like, get on the train or don't, you know, like. Yeah. And, and I think so many uh, extended universe fans, like, like I was for a, a bit, I didn't get so too deep into it, but like, you know, the movie watching, like reading the Thrawn trilogy, uh-huh. your brain is going to come up with a better movie than they ever could have come up with for sure, you. Absolutely. Like that's the way books work is your brain finds the best version of whatever that is and whatever they film isn't going to be that. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> this is what we get instead. But if if you really hate it, sometimes it works to just think of it completely disconnected from Star Wars. And you can see the craft that is involved in these movies. Which mm-hmm. is why I have problems with stuff where the craft doesn't quite work <laughs> in this one in particular. But there yeah. are a couple there. There are a few nitpicky things mm-hmm. that are absolutely spoilery that. Yeah. um that I that I don't like um, or that okay so there's one thing that I don't like and one thing that is just well not executed let's well, just stop I, I feel dancing like. around it and yeah insert reggae All horn right. here we're gonna talk spoilers <laughs> yep Spoiler Warning. time. it's the spoiler zone so yeah, like I said this is your time turn it off if you don't yeah. want to hear any spoilers if, if you haven't seen the movie or you care you know this goes mm-hmm. for live stream folks as well yeah. sorry we just can't yep um up. I, I just this is this is dumb. We gotta stop just dancing around. Like, yeah, let's just you'll want to just shit. click the X mm-hmm. now if you're watching on the live stream. <laughs> yeah, and we've come given back you enough time. Yeah. So, me, the part that's the least, the, the most poorly executed part of the movie is Leia's Mary Poppins moment. Yep, I I watched that and I was like, oh no, oh no, because it's it's just it's. I have no problem with her pulling herself with force. I I have no problem with any of like what's happening. I have a huge problem with the execution that just looks dumb. It looks dopey. I, I will say that I have a minor problem with the fact that Leia all of a sudden has like physical force powers out of nowhere because we haven't really been shown. Yeah. We've shown her like being able to hear people. Right. She's got, she's got, but she can feel out through the force, but she's never been able to manifest it physically. Mm-hmm. I don't have a huge problem with it. I just wish that they had shown us in Something. TFA. I wish they had shown us a little hint mm-hmm. and but, been like, yeah, she's not a Jedi, but she is, you know, or is she a Jedi? Who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, even with that, like, I don't even care that she's able to do that. I just think it is one of it, those things that like, is just really poorly executed. It just yeah. looks really bad. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm a little torn on it because, fuck, all right, we're in full spo- spoiler territory. So, unfortunately, I, I have I have two conflicting sides on this. Like, you had a perfect out to get rid of the character sort of gracefully. Yeah. Because it's going to happen 
because of life. And we definitely don't want CG nightmare bullshit again. Mm-hmm. Well, it happened. No, but, did, but I mean, they... and, and it works because Kylo doesn't shoot the shot that hits the the bridge. Right. So like he mm-hmm. hesitated and the other TIE fighter shot it. Did. So like that was like you're out of like, okay, or if we're making Kylo conflicted, he didn't kill his mom like he killed his dad. Right. Did they cut this movie after she died? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. She died last December. And all right. So like you, you have a little bit of an out. Now, my conflicted part is, okay, if if she's not there, then you don't get the Luke and Leia reunion, which is not good. You know, like, that's, to me, the reason... Yeah, that was one of the best parts of the movie. That's one of the best part, parts of the movie, <laughs> yeah. so, like, you have to have that. But, mm. like, fuck, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's... Well, mm, like, and it, my it thing conflicts is like, me because it's like, you had the perfect out because you, 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 you gave Kylo's ambiguity to go wherever you're going to go with it, and, you know, and she was gone out of the movie mm-hmm. I also worry how they're going to write her out of the yeah, next one because apparently it was planned for her to be a big, for part, her of to be a big yeah. part of it and she makes it to the end and I suspect the next one will take place quite a few years later I I guess so I mean I, that that seems to be the only way to do it yeah. and sadly I'm assuming they're still writing it because that's another thing that's come up is it was kind of like they just told Ryan Johnson you can do what you want Figure out where you're going with That's, this. That, which, I, I saw that quote from an interview somewhere. I I, I don't there know are, how... It's come up multiple places yeah. that they just gave him free reign. And, and I mean, I'm sure there's stuff that they were like, ah, let's not do that. Well, so JJ's but, basically the showrunner for Star Wars right now, right? Not No, apparently no? not. I think it's probably more Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. Okay. It, it's more like a team of... Yeah. And there's somebody who, who works at Star Wars who's like their continuity guy. I, well, yeah, I, I know they have... I don't a, remember his name off the top of my head Continuity czar, but yeah. like, you know they have people... They're not just letting these... They're oh, not just letting a writer go, go fucking well, hog wild. That's why the Lego guys were knocked off the Han Solo thing, because the they wouldn't play ball with whatever they said, you have mm-hmm. to do this, this yeah. way. So, so, th- so they do have some reins someone, on them. Someone yeah. is shepherding this through. Yeah. So... My yeah. hope is that it's not just like they didn't just let Ryan go hog wild and he's doing yeah. whatever he wants. My hope is that they went, okay, you have to, you know, let's hit these beats and these beats and these mm-hmm. beats. Otherwise, write this, you know, do dialogue and scenes yeah. however you want. It just, it feels less like, all right, here we know where we're going. It, it feels like everything's being written on a fly a little bit, which kind of bothers me. But I... I don't mind where they've taken the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say like all the Kylo and Ray stuff is by far the best stuff in the movie. The whole, you know, <laughs> basically two millennials chatting over Skype. <laughs> yeah. I was Skype. kind of, I was kind of enthralled by it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, re- I thought that was really interesting. And especially in the live stream right now, people are just going hog wild to how they hate or a couple people are going hog wild yeah, about how they hate things and they don't understand them. And I, I want to try to explain them to you, but I don't have the patience to explain it to you. Um, yeah. I thought that a, there were a lot of things were very clearly spelled out in that I, movie. And I, I think this movie's too obvious about too many things. You think I, people I really, are trying I, to look for deeper meaning and well, they're missing it. And so they think that it's not there. My thing, what I'm, what I'm finding about Ryan Johnson is, if he wants to go for a theme, he's willing to sacrifice plot for it. That's why ultimately Finn and Rose's plot plan doesn't matter. It matters more because they want to introduce the idea of them inspiring 
you know, the, the rebellion inspiring other yeah. people and that that's the ultimate good that comes of everything that happens. Whereas, and, and, you know, they don't get to go down to that, that planet and do their prequel shit, which I got to say that whole chase through with the, whatever the Greyhound horse yeah, things, the big is, horse things. It was so prequelish and it was really bothering me throughout it. And it's kind of like, we don't even need this, you know? And I think that's the problem is like, not only does their plot not matter, like just doing that stuff doesn't matter. And that's why, why I feel like the heavy handedness shows up is it's because like, I mean, Rose has to tell him, Oh my, look at what these people are doing. Look at how this is all bad, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I get that. And I get the whole Benicio del Toro thing. And I like the, side swerve they do with him where you think, Oh, he's going to be a Han Solo and he's going to come back and be like the good guy. And you know, there's plenty of guys who are just going to be like, no, I'm in it for the money. Sorry. So I want to dovetail off of that because my, I think the thing I like most about this movie is it's funny to me because I recall two years ago, everybody shitting completely over the force awakens for this is the same thing as the first star wars everything plot by plot is the exact same fucking thing and here comes this movie and says hey you know that you where you think this is going how this is just like the guys going in order to this nope fucked up didn't work haha yeah (laughs) like literally this is the this is the answer to all those people that were fucking whining two years ago about this is plot for plot the same fucking thing and this is Mm -hmm. exactly and this is like saying you know what star wars can be fresh and new and it doesn't go where the fuck you think it's going i like the fact that their mission failed yes absolutely i I like that's amazing you can no matter what you could do you can try your hardest sometimes and you will fail yep Yep, because I mean, the world is like that sometimes. Yeah, I, I think, and I I think, think that's there's awesome. room for that in our mm-hmm. space opera. And also, like, you bring in Del Toro, and it's like, oh, who's this guy? Is he this new Lando Han thing, like, you know, scoundrel guy who with a heart of gold? Nope, he's just a fucking asshole who's gonna sell you out the first time he, he yep. first mm-hmm. chance he gets. Yeah, now, he may come back. They can go wherever the fuck they're gonna go with this in, yeah. in the next one, or and, he could be a Boba Fett where he's got you know, yeah. just a few minutes of screen time, and and I also like, he's really fucking cool, I, but never shows up again. I don't. Th- I think it's like. It's funny to me because it, it is almost like they're actively trolling people that were for two years, like, fan theorying the fuck out on the the, the two main things. What Who is Snoke? He's obviously someone from the past and blah, 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 and all this. And it's like, doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't yeah. matter at all. And who are Ray's parents? Now, it can easily be argued that there was a lot of fuckery and lying yeah involved. there's a lot of gaslighting there's a lot going of, on there's there. a lot of gaslighting going on there but like for the moment it's like doesn't fucking matter haha ha. i mean it, it's it feel, and that's I, it it doesn't matter to ray's future what her past was exactly and that's what i think is funny there's because, been so much about like lineage yeah this in star wars also, bullshit and this, it, this movie is all about the future and i fucking yeah. love that I, yeah. I, I love like just basically kind of saying you know what fuck you all old movies it's basically the it's it's the it's J- not, J- 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 it's J- J- not taking this. the beats from yeah. the previous movies. It, it, it's, it's, so, it's, it's not a J.J. movie, but it's totally the J.J. Star Trek of like, we're in a different fucking timeline now. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Hold on to your butts because you don't know what's coming next. It's not the same fucking movies you've seen before because mm-hmm. you were just bitching two years ago about and one year ago about this is all shit we know or we know where this is ending because mm-hmm. fucking Rogue One. It's like, we know how this ends. None of these people, we ever see them again. So it's just like mm-hmm. this movie was so much like fuck the past let's look to the future and i yeah. i fucking love that as yeah. a theme. yeah ray ray being a nobody is my favorite part of the movie mm-hmm. that i am absolutely terrified they're gonna retcon in the next oh, probably one. but terrified of it because she, she's, like she's a kenobi i'm sorry yeah and that's the problem is like everyone wants it to be like nope it's, you got to come back to the skywalkers and it's well, like if you think about the prequels there's jedi everywhere every race all this yeah. other stuff and it's like 
It doesn't have and to they be came out of, a fucking Skywalker. Yeah, and every they came out of anywhere, time. right? Mm-hmm. Skywalker came out of nothing. Like yeah. Anakin came out of nowhere. Yeah, he was just a fucking junk kid with nothing. Yeah, right. And that's what I want about, like, what I was like. I was like, yes, when that happened, when he's like, basically, you know, you're nobody, right? Yeah, you know, and and his sales pitch, though it's scummy, it's a really good sales pitch. The way he, the way Kylo does it, and I also like the kind of double swerve that they do, where he basically like. I feel like they telegraph a little too much what's about to happen to Snoke mm-hmm. and the way Snoke is saying it is very literally like, okay, yeah, your true enemy, kill him, all that stuff. And it's basically yeah. like, yep, you're, you're fucking dead. And, but that had me wrapped. I was like, oh my God, please oh, do, yeah, it. It's, do, it's, it's, do it. It's, do it. It's the best scene in the movie yeah. by far. And then having them fight and just so many badass things that happen while they're doing that fight. And especially the last kill of it is fucking awesome oh, yeah i fucking love that so much yeah. i was just like I, I was sitting in the theater and i i kind of like seeing movies by myself these days because i don't have to like i don't know it's it's thing it's a thing like eating dinner with groups you know mm-hmm. i hate because it's all there's all you got to try to sit together and mm-hmm. and make a plan and get a get a row while everybody's together and we all got to arrange at the same time and all that but I really wish somebody was sitting next to me during that, like somebody I knew that was sitting next to me that I could have just been like, did you fucking see that? Oh my fucking God. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, that was consistently bad as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of moments that were bad as fuck that I wanted to smack somebody on the shoulder. Yeah. So about. the other, the other thing while we're talking about the Snoke uh, throne room scene, whatever mm-hmm. um, I, one of the other things I absolutely fucking love about this movie is how, much like uh i'm just gonna say asian martial arts because mm-hmm. it's a mix of kurosawa it's a mix of you know shaw brothers there is so much like martial arts and influenced shit going on in this movie that i fucking love mm-hmm. like they've ham-fistedly tried to say like well i you know george lucas was originally inspired by hidden fortress to make the first star wars and he didn't really ever directly try to do that other than C-3PO and R2-D2, mm-hmm. except for the fucking Phantom Menace with the ham-fisted Gungans and droids coming out of the yeah. fog bullshit. And it's like, so much of this is like straight out of like fucking Five Deadly Venoms. Like, he doesn't just have, you know, Emperor's Guards. He's got guys with different fucking, like... Yes, they each have their own Their skill. own fucking kind of weapon style. And I fucking, yeah. like, when that started happening, I was like, oh, shit, like, this is... Mm. Like, this is what we wanted. Yes. <laughs> I, I It's just... It's weird because you. I know that you said like the fan film thing, you know, or whatever. But like, fuck, like there's there's so much shit in this. Like, even if you toss out the story, there there is so much shit that like, off. Oh, I I don't know. I'm just mm-hmm. I my 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 mind is honestly blown by how much people are shitting on this movie because it's like, ten years ago, this is the shit you were sitting around in comic books wishing you would see in Star Wars, and now it's in a movie. And even if you toss out the story, which I think is fine and great, and like I said burns the past quite literally and goes into the future mm-hmm. and it's like which they make a point of yeah, saying multiple times literally say that and and it's like the just just the cool ass shit you're gonna see in the star wars universe is mm-hmm. fucking amazing on its own yeah I, and i don't know i i just i think so many people have problems with the plot that you know the main thing isn't uh, basically an oj bronco chase you know, where it's like, well, we can't quite catch them, but we can't really do anything else. You know, and it's like, and why didn't they just warp ahead and stop them? And the whole, the whole theme of this movie is hubris. Uh-huh. It's Hux's hubris that they don't get it. It's Snoke's hubris that he just assumes Kyle is going to go with him. It's Luke's hubris that he could 
make all this stuff happen. And everyone has to, and, and characters learning from that is what this movie's about. And it's, I mean, yes, it kind of, when you look at it, literally it's dumb, you know, I mean, honestly, Star Wars on the whole is fucking dumb. If you, yeah, like, like it, I'm if sorry. you want to get into that part, like yeah. Luke's Luke's plan in Jabba's palace is fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Like it, really dumb. Yeah. Like why did he send everybody in to get captured just so he could save them? You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's dumb. Yeah. There's a lot of dumb shit in Star Wars. I need Wars. to capture my friend. Well, to do that, in order to do that, let me get all my other friends captured. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Luke, I'm not on board with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there's just... And... Yeah. I know. I mean, and, and, and if you like... get credit... That, that, like, we've, we've talked about nostalgia glasses forever, and everyone has their era of Star Wars that they grew up in or whatever, and... Is, as hard as it is to say, there is fucking something fucking stupid in pretty much all of them. At least something mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah, and I mean, even I'm even including Empire. Like there are dumbass things in Empire, and I fucking love Empire. I'm not talking shit about Empire. I'm saying that you better not be. Like you know, there is dumb shit in anything, and if you start getting super hypercritical about it, you will find it in everything. Mm-hmm. Literally, like there's nothing perfect in this world. Yeah. So, but but I mean, like even Laura Dern's character, a lot of people mm-hmm. are bitch. Like, why didn't she tell Poe about everything? Because hubris. And besides, like, but also she knows that he's just going to fuck it up if she if he tells her anyway, if a, she tells him anyway, just fuck it up. B, the commander who trusted him the most just busted his ass down a rank mm-hmm. because he fucked up. So Laura Dern, Admiral Holda, Holden, Holda, Holda, Holda yep. doesn't know him from shit. She's not going to tell him shit. She's never seen this guy in his in her life. She knows who he is. But she doesn't trust him. He's she's not going to tell him shit. He's beneath her. There's yeah. no reason for her to tell him. Yeah, she doesn't tell anybody else the fucking plan. Yeah, he's lucky she didn't lock him up. Yeah, he's... which I thought was where that was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, and and really, and that's and again, hubris because Poe's plan gets a lot of people killed. Right. You know because. because because all of his plans in this yeah, movie get a lot of people fucking hurt. They would not have known hurt. about the stealth if Rose and Finn hadn't picked up Benicio del Toro, del yep. Toro doing that whole thing. So, yeah, I, I yeah. just thought about something else. Like, I, 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 I man, I, I don't want to insult people, but I feel like that's such a dumb question. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, and no, I mean, I, like, I was just, I, I wanted to bring up because, like, we're talking about like the shitting directly on Force Awakens. I, I'm kind of even okay with that because if you think about it, the Force Awakens was one giant. J.J. Uh, Abrams question box mm-hmm. like there was so much shit in there where it was like it was lostified to the point it was like maybe this means something <laughs> find out in the future mm-hmm. and like there was just so much of it crammed in that movie like even like Maz Kanata looking at Finn and going like I've seen those eyes and it's like oh shit is he Lando mm-hmm. or Mace Windu or something like is he related you know <laughs> yeah. like I said like literally like that's the voice I hear every time like people start doing getting into this thing and, mm-hmm. and it's like no because that'd be fucking stupid yeah like and, and there, there can be other black people I in just, the galaxy man like, i can't believe in <laughs> right in a world where the prequels exist that people are saying this is the worst star wars that's like mm-hmm. so fucking foreign to my brain that people will be like no the prequels are better than this like no you are objectively wrong the prequels are bad movies i even and i like the prequels i like well mm-hmm. maybe not episode one but I even like things in episode one. Yeah. It, like there are things to like in it, but oh my God. Like, like I, I just, 
I can't believe the backlash, and especially because like, oh, they ruined Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he's a broken dude. Like everything he right. fought for, everything say, yeah. he wanted to create, he he wrecked it. Also you know, by Luke- accident, and it wasn't even like, and and that's the thing is, it wasn't even like his indecisiveness is what destroys everything. All his good stuff built. was by accident too. No. He got fucking lucky a yeah. lot. Yeah. Luke Skywalker got fucking lucky, thought he was hot shit, tried to train some Jedi, mm. fucked it up because he's not good. He's not this great Matt. And that's, that's, I think the point of this movie is to say like, and he kind of like winks to it at, at a couple points, like, Oh, Jedi master, right. Mm-hmm. Jedi master Luke, master Luke. Like, yeah, no, he's just like the one that's left. That's mm-hmm. that's the only reason that he's close to, you know, close to being a Jedi master. He's not that great. Yeah. I mean, he's the hero of the first of the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. But he's a he's a flawed character. He's a flawed man. And at this point, he's broken because yeah. he fucked up that bad. Yeah. But he also gets the biggest fucking fanboy wank send off of anything. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And also However, also the coolest fucking mov- moment in the movie. I'm going to say it. I mean, yeah, yeah. the dust off, oh, the dust off. Yeah, Jesus the dust Christ. off, and then him telling, then him telling Kylo, "See you around, kid." Kid, <laughs> yeah, fucking great. Like using a Han Solo line mm-hmm. is like that. That yeah. actually, that might be my favorite part is him saying that to Kylo right at the end there. Yeah, I don't know. To me, it's a to- it's a toss up. To me, there are three key badass moments in this. I mean, there's there's lots of badass moments, but the three key ones are the dust off. The the lightsaber through the head without with the no look, you know, three sixty no scope uh, lightsaber <laughs> yeah. in the head, and uh, one eighty ones no scope, mm-hmm. um, and the uh, the Poe Dameron Poe like, Dameron's like, choreographed like, grand like, turn, you know, his, yeah, his, his turn, his, yeah, his fucking oh. like ho- t- Tokyo Drifter. I got so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> so I play a lot of uh, Star Wars X Wing miniatures, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, I know, I don't give a shit. It's fun as fuck. Um, also, like, also I've the, played it. The guy that I play with, he's bought like a billion dollars worth of mm-hmm. figs, so we have all the things. Um, we always call that turn the Kevorkian, and it's such a fucking dumb, but sometimes amazingly effective move. And we've been we've been playing for like two and a half years. You know, we play probably once a month or so, and just to see that on the fucking big screen and executed in such a fucking badass manner, I was like. Oh. That's the thing. That's the thing that we do that we usually fuck up. It's fucking awesome. It's Poe fucking Dameron. He's mm-hmm. the man. I just loved it so much. It was, mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of fan service it is, like specifically mm-hmm. for mean, like eight people on the planet, but it looked fucking awesome. It's it's mm-hmm. weird. I don't, I don't know what my defense mechanism is for like when I like a thing to attack something else that I like or at least show people the error of other thing you like is not perfect. Mm-hmm. But how much better is it that like, Poe is literally a fighter pilot and it's talked about and it's shown of how good he is. And then other than I used to fly a speeder in the desert. So maybe I can get in one and be good immediately. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you think about it, literally it's fucking stupid that Luke is that good in the next week. I don't care about force possibilities. 
yeah. but jumping in a thing you've never been in that's mm-hmm. totally different than anything you've ever done in space. Well, in canon, the <laughs> T-65 land speeder and the T-9070 X-Wing well, are uh, incredibly similar in their in their flying characteristics, and, and their cockpits are the same. And, uh, but I know, but I'm he just, no-scopes he the Death Star on his first run. He had a little help. He didn't have anyone on his tail. Yeah. He was also using the Force. Yeah. Using the Force to no-scope the Death Star. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, yeah. again, not shitting on it. I'm yeah. just saying all of the things that people, mm-hmm. I feel like people are saying about this of being dumb, like OP characters or whatever. It's like, that is my complaint what, what is d- like, I don't, I'm not calling Ray a Mary Sue. Cause I, that's bullshit, but I dislike that she doesn't suffer any loss and still hasn't through two movies. Now. I think her loss is mostly emotional. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like Kylo Ren has lost more than anybody in either of these, which kind of makes me wonder what they're going to do in the has third he, one. Has he... The has only he thing he succeeded... Or thrown away. The <laughs> only thing he succeeded in doing is killing Snoke. That is the only plan of his thus far that has actually worked out. Everything else has he's, been... He's been... I mean, he's basically a, got his ass kicked. He's a bad guy. It's it's again, it's hubris. Yeah. Like he's a for one, he's a bad guy mm-hmm. for two. He hasn't lost much. I mean, what, yeah, but he what keeps getting defeated. He, sure. He, I guess he's gotten defeated, Where, but I mean, he hasn't lost. Anything. But I mean, you think about you think about Luke in the original one and he loses Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. He loses. He <laughs> almost dies out in the middle of nowhere and gets tauntaun guts thrown on him yeah you know gets his hand chopped off finds out his dad's the biggest murderer in the galaxy then loses yoda yeah, yeah. loses yoda and then gets fucking murked by the emperor immediately <laughs> yeah you know and in this one ray like her life has only gotten better since she came into these everyone's like yeah well she got left by you know left behind and had yeah. to scavenge for her life and it's like yeah she did but after that you I know, mean, she's had, how I, old is I, she? Like 25? Yeah, or and I feel like... She's like had 25 in, years of, of shit. Yeah, in Force Awakens, I feel like Han bonds more with Finn than her, for one. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he's dead, and it's like, okay, whatever. And then Luke won't train her. So, oh, well. You know, I, and, and the only thing she really learns with Luke is, oh, well, you're pretty powerful. Yeah. You know, it's basically him telling her she's powerful, but... Well, I think that's, I mean... I she's don't know. never had the only thing that she cares about at this point and she keeps losing it. So she's, she's never had her parents. That's, that's the thing that Ray wants more than anything. She wants her parents. Mm -hmm. She wants to know who her parents were. She hasn't had them for 25 years Mm or 15, 16, however many years she starts to find somebody she can bond with in Han Mm -hmm. and they have their moments in the, in the millennium Falcon. And then Han gets a, you know, laser sword through the gut. Yep. She Uh, has lost two father figures. Yeah. Han and Luke? Luke. Luke. Okay. I wasn't sure if you were yeah. if yeah, you were but, along but that timeline yet. I mean, but she, the way, goes, she, she goes and she this, thinks that yeah. Luke is gonna be this father figure mm-hmm. to her. That's part of why she's going, I feel like she's like, Okay, well I'll go to the greatest Jedi in the land and he's going to obviously he's going to mentor me yeah. since I can, you know It just feels like all and her then losses it just gets are taken away from her. Yeah. She goes to the little mirror of Erised down in the basement of the mm-hmm. of the island and she thinks it's going to show her what she desires most. And instead of like, you know, instead of uh, parents, it's nothing. James and Lily uh, <laughs> yeah. Potter, it's nothing. It's it's nothingness. She 
she it's infinite potters <laughs> right it's infinite harry's it's infinite ray potters yeah. mm-hmm. um sorry I carried that metaphor on for too long but so she she never gets a chance her loss is the continued loss of her opportunity to her loss is being denied what she wants right Right. So she, like, it's not that she, she doesn't suffer loss in the same way that Luke does, but she mm-hmm. does suffer loss. Like, she keeps getting kicked in the dick as far as discovering mm-hmm. her parentage goes, which is the thing she wants. Mm-hmm. So, but, um, I just, I don't, I, I hate, I'm not, I, I really hate to point this finger, but it is just, I have to say it because I feel like it's partially true. I feel like some people have a problem with Ray because she's female. And and, yeah, and, 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 and and her power yeah. problems because Anakin's story is just as fucking stupid. I mean, his mother mm-hmm. was impregnated by space pollen, you know, and like so she has a you know immaculate kid who's really fucking powerful, and everyone's kind of scared of it. Why is it any weirder that like this other girl is just suddenly like, yeah, you're scary, powerful too? Well, I Luke mean, didn't yeah, know well, that the, he Luke, had any powers until it, one day. The problem people have is like. Luke spends half a movie getting trained and then can barely lift a rock anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anakin it basically spends 10 years learning how to do all this shit between the first and second movies. Right. You know, and Ray just hasn't been shown learning much of anything and is suddenly lifting, a, you know, hundreds of rocks out of the way for everyone to save him at the end. And I able think she to learned, basically, right? yeah. you know, that I think that's the problem. I have no problem with how she fights I th- because it, they show very immediately yeah, that she knows how to fight. So, yeah. so that that stuff doesn't matter to me at all. I think even though Luke only trained her a tiny bit, I think she learned a lot. She was already obviously instinctual with the force. Mm-hmm. She's very powerful. She's already instinctual. Luke taught her to reach out. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, I, at least I feel, that sort of explains why she's more able to lift all these rocks. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I can do this. Yeah, like I, I, I can. I've learned a little bit of how to harness this raw power, and we've seen that like Snoke can connect two people across, mm-hmm. you know, galaxies. Yeah. Force so Skype. F- the the Force can go along. That we can do a lot of shit mm-hmm. with the Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen that Luke can, you know make a corporeal being across galaxies. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler alert. Um, so the force, if you are powerful with the force, you, even if you're mm-hmm. only Luke or only Leia, um, then yeah. the world is your oyster. If yeah. you have even a modicum of control. So let me, let me throw this one out here because it feels like everyone's kind of saying Ray didn't get very much training. So we see Ray show up at, you know, Puffin Island at, at the end of the first one, Puffin. you know, and then everyone kind of assumes that we're running concurrent timelines with everybody else. That too, yeah. Because she could have been there for a year. We don't know. Like, mm-hmm. from the time that she stalked Luke Skywalker around for a while until he finally goes, fine, I'll show you, show you some shit. Like, you know, like, there, there could have been, like, a long period of time where she actually did get some training, and it just, like... Suddenly, you know, she's up to like, you know, we're in real time where yeah. we're mm-hmm. forced, you yeah. know, Skyping out. Like, I mean, yeah, it just, I, I can accept that stuff. Because, I, I, mean, I just, like, I, know. I wish her character arc had more as far as like, I want this and you're not giving it to me. I wish there was more like, there was more motivation aside from, I need to find out who I am. 
because mm-hmm. it feels like she has the best connect. She has the most connection with Kylo Ren because he seems like the person who has the most in common with her, which is why it works so well that, you know, he's basically, <laughs> he kills Snoke and says, all right, join me. You know, I'm at that, yeah. you know, there's something, there's something really that I really, that hits me on a primal level about that, but like, all right, here's his connection with this person, but it's just never going to work. Yeah. He also like, th- there's a the connection there that she, he has, what she wants. He has legendary parents. Mm-hmm. She has nothing. Yeah. And so she's drawn to that. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, at least she thinks she has nothing. Uh, yeah. You know, who knows what mm-hmm. will pan out in the future, but at this point she has nothing. And so she's drawn to that, which yeah. I think is, I mean, I feel like it's kind of clever. Yeah. yeah. I also feel like her falling into the hole and going to the hall of mirrors thing was I mean, obviously very much reminiscent of Luke going in the cave in Dagobah, mm-hmm. um, you know, facing the dark side thing. But it's like both points kind of sort of bring this inner peace. Like it doesn't give you the answers you're, you're really looking for, but it like both points sort of like in their Jedi training, like Luke leaves shortly after he sees the Vader himself thing in, in the mm-hmm. cave and she sees the whole bunches of herself instead of what she was looking for. Yeah. And then it's kind of like, I got to go, you know, and so they're both they're both kind of in that like limbo like did I fully get trained I don't know but no. I just think she's inherently like better a thousand <laughs> times more powerful than Luke is as a yeah. as a person with mm-hmm. force powers you know yeah yeah she um, also has had like all this other just general life training that mm-hmm. Luke was a farm boy mm-hmm. he you know he's a fucking brat is what he was yeah he's yeah. a bratty farm boy yeah. he had he knew how to operate basically the same controls as an X-wing but he had to learn how to use a melee weapon. Yeah. You know, he had to he had to learn a lot about general combat and running around. Yeah. You know, Ray already had all that combat training, so maybe that combat training just makes you better able to use the force cuz you can focus or whatever. You yeah. know, it's like learning a martial art makes you more patient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I mean the the training they did show was so very much like the Samurai, you know, kung fu mm-hmm. shit that I love. I just that, and like I said, I fucking love the Snoke set too. That red, all yeah, red, like that, that was a badass cool. set, cool as shit. Yeah, I like but, the big old magnifying glass thing too. Yeah. Like I felt that was that was one thing that felt like very in world for Star Wars because they open up, you know, they open up the big viewing deck mm-hmm. and. It's just a big magnifying glass. Mm-hmm. Like it's not some like space science bullshit. It's a big yeah. weird magnifying glass on a complicated thing. I just one of the things I love about Star Wars is the way tech looks. So one of the things I hated about the prequels is everything looks a thousand years farther in the future mm-hmm. than than the original trilogy. Okay. And I really like that a lot of the stuff, the warning with the exception, stuff. Yeah. yeah. With yeah. the exception of like the casino scene in this movie, um, it all looks like it's coming right off the tail of, yeah. of I, uh, I, the original trilogy. I feel honestly to bring up the casino thing is I feel like that kind of sort of builds a bridge between the prequels and the, the, original trilogy yeah trilogy. to say like that those so, those the worlds old, the ultra the ultra rich are gotcha. still yeah. have this like future shit and it's all shiny and shit but this lived in outer rim stuff is like that's where you get this 70s retro 
future tech stuff. Okay. I I'll feel take- like it was just kind of like, yeah, these this shit's still here for the uber rich and also also considered also that. the uber rich are kind of pieces of shit because they're mm-hmm. they're selling weapons yeah. there is a war profit yeah, war profiteer so yeah. i, I kind of dig that but i hadn't considered that and i appreciate you bringing that up because yeah. that makes it suck less yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it wasn't terrible but it was also like it just because yeah, it's that so color shiny. palette and the there's a lot of cg in that scene it feels very um it feels very prequely. Well, yeah, and there's so, also just like things in front of the camera calling attention to themselves, yeah. mm-hmm. that sort of shit. Which there's, I that stuff felt a little out of place, like with the porgs and with the like ice fox things. Where I it was love just, the little crystal. I, foxes. I, I mean, they're very cool things, but it felt very prequelish in that, like you had to have this stuff in the foreground, running around, showing you that okay, there's there's animals in this world, and I mean, yes, yeah. they gave them practical purpose, mm-hmm. obviously, and porgs were just like you know. It's a good joke with Chewie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But one thing mm-hmm. we haven't talked about. Oh, oh, let, me, let me let me say one one more hey, quick thing. Okay. Quick thing about like, just just like everything. things I've heard people talking about is like they did the Game of Thrones season. What are we on six? Is that the last one? Seven, seven, seven. They did the Game of Thrones fast travel thing. I don't oh, give yeah. a fuck. I don't want to see flying through space, waiting hours and hours to go places. Mm-hmm. I want to get there and have the cool shit happen. Space battles I'm fine with, but hyperspacing for hours and days at a time, fuck that. Don't care. Get yeah. there. Fly me on the fucking dragons. Get there. Yep. Unless unless there's something that we need to, something important that we need to see happen yeah. during well, hyperspace. They have a full conversation about stuff and about how long it's taking to get back yeah. in that scene. So I'm fine with that too. But yeah. um, a beloved character returning, mm-hmm. Yoda. Mm-hmm. A beloved character uh, returns, he does. <laughs> Salty Yoda it is. I mean, I... I like that scene. However, can we talk about the things we like first? Yes. Okay. I like Yoda being like snappy bastard Yoda, like crotchety old Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um, not too crotchety. Not like Re- Return of the Jedi about to die crotchety. No, no. Uh, the, just being like Dagobah, yeah. sm- you know, smacking things around, just yeah. being like <laughs> fucking with Luke style. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're a little bastard, aren't you? Um, just being a little bit campy. As opposed yeah, to like... which is what he did when he first met Luke anyway. Wise Master Yoda on the mm-hmm. Jedi Council, he is being serious about trade regulations. Like, I just like that there's there, there's some of that sass mm-hmm. back in Yoda. Um, and him like bopping him on the forehead with the cane. Yeah. It just, that oh, trips the nostalgia trigger real hard yep. and not in a bad way. Um, but I know what you were going about to go into, which is the puppetry of it yeah like the fuck some of it looks great some of it looks spot on puppet perfect all that and other stuff looks like really weird messed up cg and i don't know which was which and it felt like the blocking of the scene was really weird like 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 they didn't know how to shoot around a puppeteer or something because there were just angles and blocking that they took of the characters and i'm like what like, like, this is just, like, this is confusing visually that you're doing it this yeah, way. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> like, that's that's second viewing shit for me. I, I yeah, it, it was something that, so the the things that I noticed were that Yoda looked good in a couple shots and looked really bad in a couple, not really bad, looked good in some shots and didn't look very good in the others, like, inconsistent. And also just kind of felt like it was awkward in the in the placement like like you said blocking i guess is mm-hmm. the technical yeah. term for it but um 
just yeah the well, blocking that scene just didn't didn't look right. It, yeah, there, there were parts of it that didn't look right, and it's like the content of it was what I wanted. But yes, otherwise it was just like I don't it, like. I didn't it, think it was, it was just, bad though. It was good. It just wasn't certain shots right there. just didn't work, especially the very first one. I was like, oh no, no, yeah. they're not doing CG Yoda again, are they? But they go back to the puppet. Luckily, and Jen pointed out that I didn't even notice that the tree that bursts into flame is the same as the Rebel insignia. I didn't the even notice shape. that. I was, I was too busy. Like I, I glanced at it a couple times, but I was focused on the conversation that mm-hmm. was happening. Oh yeah, I, I, I honestly can't wait for a second viewing because this is the kind of shit I would notice on a mm-hmm. second viewing. Yeah. First one, I'm just, I honestly, I catch some things because it just sometimes happens. My eyes looking in the right place, but like, I, I gonna go. I'm gonna be honest. Like most movies, I just go in first viewing, like eyes wide open, just trying to take it all in. Yeah. I don't look for specifics. And um, it's rare that I catch a specific like yeah. baby driver where I go, that's criminal records. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? um, Frank Oz sounded really good, too. The, yeah. the mm-hmm. voice was was excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Which and he's like 800 million years old, no, I think. No, he's not that old. I don't know. He's like mid 60s. But, but uh, oh, it, oh, just, also, it just sounded really I guess good. I should say the one thing that irked me that I like when we were being non-spoilery, I said there was one thing that I felt sort of not Star Warsy. Mm-hmm. It's the thing in the very beginning. When Poe's talking, I mean, I when Poe's fucking with Hux. Oh yeah, it's a joke. Oh, yeah, it's jokey, but I and I laughed, and it's funny, but it's Star Warsy in that TK four eighty one. Why aren't you at your post? But it's, I mean, it's, it, but it, it's also a little bit of a rehash of the joke from Do I talk now or do you talk? And I can't yeah. understand you with the apparatus and all that stuff. You know, what he's mm-hmm. doing with with Kylo. I almost said Rilo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rilo Kylie in the first one. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, Kylo Ren, and um. But no, I just, I, like I said, just like I still liked it. It's just like that was the one thing I was like, that was my one thing that was like, oh, mm-hmm. this pulls me a little bit out of Star Wars because that feels. Yeah. And there's some colloquialisms that just don't show up in the rest of the movie. You know, like sure. you know, talking about page turners and that stuff. It's kind of like, uh, eh, I I can forgive all that. Oh, and the one thing like. Well, Yoda's also, uh, you know, several hundred years yeah. old and has probably spent a lot more time around books. Also, the well, one, eh. my other. I'll excuse it. It didn't bother me. Stupidest nitpick is like, I know everyone has every nitpick in the world about Laura Dern, but her saying Godspeed, I was like, Mm-mm. no, yeah, not, not Star Wars. What? Yeah, I, that, I, I noticed that. Okay, too. I, was like, I had that same thing. I was like, I was like, wait, uh, mm, what? Who's your, who's your yeah. space god? Like, you have literal people rocking around with like lightsabers and lifting people up, like. You you saw the space god, yeah, <laughs> yeah. However, like anyway. like, I wish it had been someone like Akbar that had her part, because then that sacrifice at the end would have meant a little bit more. Because I feel like we didn't know this character enough, and it didn't work out enough. I mean, granted, that's that when the ships collide, that's the best shot in the movie. Yeah, you know, also, I mean, that's some anime shit right there. Yeah, it where is. it all goes silent and everything's just tearing apart. Also, Akbar had already. I know. Killed by that yeah, point. they killed him in the Leia part. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, it just felt weird to give someone like her, who we kind of just don't like because we are automatically given Poe's mm-hmm. point of view for all of those scenes. Right. Because we are only given the information that Poe has. Right. Again, which is, you know, hubris, all that. But to me, that's why her part doesn't quite work as well as it yeah. probably should. I w- and it also kind of... There was an article I read somewhere that said this kind of like fucks with things because now like wouldn't everybody be doing kamikaze ships or even remote piloted ships and just putting them into warp drive to take out 
bigger ships, you know, like that sort of thing. Like maybe it, maybe it's something that changes. Maybe she had no idea if it would, would work or not. Mm-hmm. We don't know. I mean, yeah. But now it, it becomes a case of like, well, why doesn't everybody do that? I'm sure some people can course, pull some shit out of the EU. Yeah. Of course, now like, the rebellion only has like a dozen people left in it. Right. At the that's end, why the rebellion kinda, would not do it. Yeah. Also, or the resistance. The imp- sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But I do like that they kind of did away with that. Like, like in the very opening crawl, they're like, "Yeah, uh, when they nuke those planets, that kind of like destroyed the Republic." Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I like that they had that, so they kind of like handled that. Problem. There's some people who miss that in the opening crawl, like yeah. who miss the fact that that I guess I don't know if they were yeah, like, like the not fuck, reading like or jerking off or whatever bases or whatever they were yeah. all got fucking nuked and by the Star Killer. Yeah. 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 But I, I like that, and I like that. I think the Casino Planet also kind of like puts on that you know the super rich and the super poor like this doesn't matter to them right it doesn't matter who's in charge right you know Mm -hmm. your life's still either awesome or it sucks you know and and that none of that made any of that change so i think that is also a good a good reason for having the casino stuff in even if it's not really anything to do plot wise and we haven't even talked about rose i like rose yeah, I, like I think Rose is a great character. I yeah. I love it. I'm, Absolutely. I'm 100% in favor. There's a part of me that wishes that Finn had succeeded in what he was doing because I think I'm feeling like there's no stakes still for all this. Like for everything that's happened, I feel like there's no stakes for these characters because they always seem to be saved somehow. And that it's basically been just like, all right, we're killing off the old characters. Yeah. You know, and, and that's kind of, I feel like if Finn had died there, that probably would have made everything have more of an impact because, you know, it would feel like something has happened to them. But by the end, hey, everyone's like, you know, Poe finally gets to meet Ray and, you know, yeah. Ray's ha- hunky yeah. dory. That was kind of a, like, that was one of those moments where it happened. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, shit, yeah they, they haven't met before. They've never yeah. been, been on screen together. Like, about the time he got back, she was gone. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, um, I want to snap back to Laura Dern real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, I I don't feel like that was a good casting choice. I kind of feel the same way. Um, I don't think it's bad, but I think the fact that it's Laura Dern and we've seen her literally everywhere before. Mm-hmm. I mean. She is yeah. too recognizable well, of a face. I also feel like that and character isn't done any favors by just uh, her mode being just bitchy. Like, like that's how the character is aside from like when she's talking to Leia. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's fine that she's to me that she's just, especially because that's the only lens we see her through basically yeah. is Poe um, with the exception of the little bit at, at the end with Leia. Mm-hmm. But I just I I don't know I I feel like there are I have a I have a reasoning behind this. Okay. Okay. So, I'll hear you out. Well, I, I my my theory on this is that I I feel like her character was put in sort of to keep the rebel mentality in check because Poe was Poe and everybody are there are such I mean they're not they're resistance now but they're they have such the rebel mentality that like they have a problem with authority even from their own side. Mm-hmm. And then it's mm-hmm. like, no, in order for this shit to actually congeal and not keep getting fucked, you need to listen to somebody. And this person is going to come in and say like, no, 
you need to blindly follow what I say. We're on the same side, but you need to fucking listen to what I'm saying because Leia put me in charge. Yes, I I agree with that from yeah. a character standpoint. Right, and and I maybe it comes I'm, across I just as a have little a problem with the weird. casting. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, but I, I I get it because like you know you still need a chain of command even if you're fighting yeah. you know, and I just feel like. I think it was also a little bit of retconning of Force Awakens, where it did just kind of feel like, we, Rebel, everybody do your own thing. You know? Like, Poe, you go over here, and you go, you know, this was like, no, remember, they have a, they need a fucking military here to do, make this happen. So, just my thought. I, yeah. yeah. And, again, I just similar, have a problem with the with the casting. Yeah, similarly related, somewhat. Um, I didn't really need a scene of a character, even if that character is a piece of shit, saying both sides are equally bad especially in fucking 2017. Mm-hmm. I really, I mean, I know it's a guy who's a piece I mean, of shit it, saying it, profiteer saying that anyway, Yeah, I, but I just, I do not need a character going, yeah, well, you know, good guys, bad guys. It's all the same thing. It's like, no, don't need that right now. Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that doesn't play well right now. Um, but I think considering the source, He's not really a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not really, and he's not one of those, oh, good guy, bad guy, but I'm actually a good guy. No, he's, he's, did he actually have like a fucking Imperial uniform on? Like at the end? Yes. They had all, they had all, because, but they had all stolen. Yeah, they had all oh, stolen. Right. Which yeah, I okay. love that shot too, yeah, yeah, where yeah, the right, iron yeah, yeah. is coming down. And well, you're that's, like, yeah. that was your Hardware's Wars reference right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, oh, man. That, like, that was, I loved that. Yeah, that was good. Just I was a like, nice <gasps> bit of visual humor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm. There's so much to happen. Like in one viewing, I'm already getting fuzzy on details. I was like, yeah, they stole uniforms because of that, and da, 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 this led to that. Another viewing, and I'll, I'll fucking have this movie. <laughs> like I'm just, like I said, just there's little details I, I missed or, or not putting yeah. together. I w- there there were a couple times I realized I was missing something because I was looking somewhere else, but. It's a gorgeous movie, and you're right about that ending shot—or not that ending shot, but the um, the hyperspace through the Imperial fleet. Like, it's hail mary. Mm-hmm. You don't know if it's going to work, and when it does, you're like, Ugh. everybody in the entire audience. And I saw it at a small indie theater, which is, which is really cool. It felt, it felt very organic to me. Um, but everybody, there's probably a hundred or a hundred twenty people in this theater. Maybe I don't know if that's big or not. It's a small theater, anyway. Um, everybody just kind of goes <gasps> mm-hmm. at the same time when that happened, like me included, and it was it was a really cool fucking moment. And that shot was gorgeous. Yep, it looked so nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that shot and the one of everything just trying to destroy Ghost Luke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, that... it's nice when they pull back on scale like that. Shit, yeah. They started the movie on one of the my favorite scenes. The the bomber things like that. The, mm-hmm. who, um, Rose's sister yeah. trying to get the thing and all that. That's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. That was like, I mean, that was like, that was um, lost world thing hanging over the side. Fucking level yeah. of good. Yeah. It was so good. Fuck or the kicking the, kicking the ladder. Fucking hell. Fuck the haters. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> also, yeah. uh, there is one, one thing that I haven't mentioned up until now. That is a huge disappointment for me. Okay. No Y wings, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. No fucking I know you're going to go on that. They had other bombers, though. 
I know those bombers were cool. They yeah. were even slower than Y wings. So <laughs> hey, but they were also incredibly fragile. Yeah. So well, it, well, what what designation did they have? What are they? I have no fucking well, idea. I've never seen those. I figured before. it was a bomber. You'd be all over like, give me Wikipedia. Yep. <laughs> Look, man, I'm all about the Y wings. It's not. It's not about I'm whether it's about a bomber. Or not. All right. It's about whether it's a Y-Wing. They did have A-Wings, though. They yes, did have they some did. A-Wings. I, I, I all right, that. I have to ask one last thing, because we really need to wrap this yeah. up. No B-Wings, though. Really weird that no. they... One last thing, because uh, you seem to have a problem with the whole Boing. Broom Boy thing. Uh, I've gone back and forth on it. Okay. Uh, like, a, a lot of a lot of everything about this movie I've gone back and forth okay. on. Between, will... like, reading people's takes on it. Sure. And, like, in and just running things through again in my head. Um, I get thematically why you want to end on a kid... And saying like, okay, you've inspired the galaxy because we've said hope and spark like 50 times so far in this movie. But I didn't like ending the movie on a character that we just don't care about, which is what they do. But I understand why the larger idea of, okay, everyone's part of the resistance now is why that exists. You know, and, and people are acting like, oh, did people catch that he had force powers? And it's like, yeah, it was pretty fucking obvious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's so many things about this movie that are like, I that I felt were super obvious. Wait, and that people were being, questioning whether that kid had force powers or not? And people are like, did you catch that? And it's like, yeah. No I shit, they made sure that, to yeah. to show you that he there, moved the there, fucking and broom. And that's the thing. He, is like, he, I had, think he had Boogaloo shrimp powers. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, specifically Boogaloo shrimp powers because <laughs> right. he did the same move. Yeah, but it's like they, like... There are so many things that I was like, I felt this movie's being too obvious about its message and too obvious about it, what it's doing. And yet there are people who like didn't catch so much of that. It's like Jen seeing the tree burning, you know, like she was like, yeah. oh, you didn't see that. And that's kind of how I feel about so many of the themes and messages that are portrayed in this movie that I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. You know, wait, you got you didn't pick up like who didn't pick up on that? <laughs> you know, it, it seemed obvious to me, but maybe I just view it through a different lens that other people aren't viewing things through. Yeah. But I, I like the last I like that last shot, um, specifically because it was thematically appropriate. Yeah, I don't I, I don't need another shot. Honestly, I don't need another shot of one of our heroes or something. Mm-hmm. That it can we agree that it's a lot better than the last shot of Force Awakens? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely, Thank you. absolutely. It did not yep. linger for ninety seven minutes mm-hmm. on a spiraling helicopter shot. Yep. Um, it's good. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's. I really want to see it a, again. It's a new hope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's a spark. It's a light, which they said too much. I know, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's maybe a little too on the nose. Yeah, I I don't but, like where Kylo is now. Kylo was much more interesting to me before he basically took over. Conflict. Within him still yeah. is. Yeah, I hope so. It's just, it feels like he's like, him I feel being like our he's main pain- bad guy, kind of like, I don't know. He's painted into a very Vader corner, yeah. I feel. Yeah, and- I feel like there's not many places they can go with him. And that's kind of why I'm interested in the next one is I hope that they find somewhere to go with him. Yeah. You know? Yep. Who knows? It. I, again, can't wait for the next one. I haven't felt this way about Star Wars movies in a long time where I've been excited for the mm-hmm. next one again. A yeah. long time. Well, I know I don't care about Galaxy Solo. Galaxy far, far away. I, I really hate to say it, but I do not care about the Han Solo movie. That's all. not what I was talking about. By no. the I, I know, one, but like know. episode nine in yeah. two years from now, but like... That's the only reason yeah. we have to keep this I, planet spinning I, anymore. Honestly, I'm going to go on record that I, I've 
I've as much as I've warmed to certain other Star Wars things over time, I have more than cooled on Rogue One. Like mm, I just yeah. actively don't like it now at this point. I think, and I just actively don't remember it. Well, uh, yeah, but uh, I was just gonna say, like, I'm just gonna go on record. I think the Han Solo movie is probably gonna be the worst Star Wars movie of all time. <laughs> like, I just yeah. honestly do. It's, I, I it's just it's it's got. It's got so much stacked against it. Like it may yeah. just it's, be it's, the most meh Star Wars movie of all time. I mean, it's just it's a fucking prequel. You you know, you either know what was the Han Solo origin story, and it's either going to be exactly that or it's not going to be that, and you're going to be mad because it's not that. So it's just it, it's a it's a can't fucking win situation. EU has been ejected into the fucking. That's ether, what I mean. So. But I mean, the, 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 I know people are going to get all fucking haterade about it, and every, I cannot wait to. That's what I'm saying. It. Like everyone seems to think, like everyone seems to know the Han was a imperial guy, and he rescued Chewbacca and formed the life debt, and that's what everyone thinks is the fucking canon. And if they don't do that, people are going to be mad that they don't do mm-hmm. that. And if they do, they're just gonna be like, "Well, I already fucking knew that." You can't fucking win with this movie. It is a no-win situation. I don't expect it to be good, but I do expect to have a bathtub full of fucking haterade and tears and I'm just going to wallow in it. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's good or not, yeah. I'm just going to pe- I'm just going to wallow in that hate, just roll around in it and scrub I'm my gonna pits with it. have a bathtub full of stuffed porg toys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yep. We need to, we wrap, need to yeah, wrap it to up. To shut yeah. it down. So, well, yeah, it's a weird way to end the show because we already yeah. did all the other outro stuff, but, you know, I guess we get out of here, right? Yep. So, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And for Chuck, this is Banffcast Out. (laughs) 